Hey everyone, this is your co-DM Devin, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the D4 Podcast. Hello everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! And we're back. So, last time, on delightful deviations of de-escalated duos, the BFGs entered into a local competition in the hamlet of Jolkoon called The River's Shining Games in hopes to win a magically imbued sword called Shatterspike. However, Seisha spends her time completely enraptured in her thoughts as she transcribes the entries of her mother's journal into her own and tries to decipher what all the coded words and poems mean and what secrets they may reveal about the woman she has never met. With the help of Harold, V talks to the first Goliath she has ever seen outside of her own family. She learns he is from a land far away to the west and is a part of an adventuring party known as the Bronze Scorpions. Harold makes friends with their leader, a halfling fighter named Art, and the two groups join for drinks at the town's pub, the Jester's Pride. Vinley is cautious and seems nervous after spotting two Evermethian high sun elves, which the party later learns to be anthropologists excitedly learning about the cultures outside of Evermeet. After the teams sign their names up for the myriad of competitions, they take their time to meet a few of their competitors the, of the Blue Collars, the Warband, the Hammerfists, and the Bronze Scorpions. As the call for the first competition of the River Shining Games is called, Vinley overhears the two elves talking about how Amluru, uh, Amlaruil Moonflower, the sad queen of Evermeet, has been missing and the council is looking to appoint a new monarch. The BFGs compete in a variety of games of skill through brawn, agility, brains, and will. It's not lost on the two main competing teams uh, of the BFGs and the Bronze Scorpions, as they are both eager to win, even if it means using every opportunity to take advantage. However, in the bouts, the BFGs learn that the Goliath, Gorin, is highly competitive in every aspect of the word which Voss tries to take advantage of by wagering gold. However, they also learn, though, Vinley trying to use magic to the team's advantage against him, that Gorin hates magic and considers all arcane casters to be evil Thayan witches and wizards, which he enjoys killing. In the end, the teams are neck and neck. When it comes down to the last event, the king's wit, a jester's roast between the two uh, last members, where Harold and Art insult each other for the crowd's amusement. Harold wins over the crowd, causing the BFGs to just barely win out ahead of the brown sc bronze scorpions. The crowd erupts into laughter and cheers as a familiar booming laughter echoes out through the bar, burrowed into the hobbit hovel ground. And just as the BFGs are to be crowned the victors, one of the judges comes running in, screaming, Stop the games! Stop the games! The prize sword has been stolen. And that is where we pick up tonight's episode. The crowd hushes down to a whisper juxtaposed to the boisterous cacophony of laughter and cheers it once just was as murmurs and concern seem to take hold. Everyone's head seems to be on a swivel in this massive crowd cramped into a bar way too small for the numbers currently occupying it. Soon, 
after the doors above open as the silhouette of a well-rounded, bald, older, dark-skinned man, well within his 50s, salt and pepper beard and hug uh, that hugs only to the base of his pronounced chin, walks in, painted in the myriad of colors from the dying light of the day's sun. As the crowd parts, he is flanked on either side by two young, very green-looking towns guards. He smiles and shakes hands with many of the farm folk that live in this town. He looks well-dressed compared to them, but only because his attire looks new, unstained, and torn. However, his clothes would be common attire in Waterdeep. It looks like he is headed towards the center area built from tables during all of the commotion. What are you all doing? I am looking for uh, what's-its-face from the Bronze Scorpions. I'm looking for the Evermeet Elves because I don't trust them. I'm thinking about that booming laughter I heard and trying to put it together with the booming laughter we have heard before. I'm looking to everyone else to see if they have ideas. Um, I am probably outside, so I'm going to head over to the tower where the sword was and investigate. Okay, got it, no problem. Uh, those inside that I want to look around, give us perception checks. Cool. Do we all want to, or just two of us? Uh, you all can. Okay. Yeah, we're all oh. looking for different things. Looking in the crowd and around, I wanna, near me. Yeah, I just want to see if anybody's missing. Like, I look around, I, I've been competing with these people. I know all the mainstays. I'm I got a natural. Oop. We'll go ahead. I'm specifically wondering about those guys who were like walking around taking notes of everything. Uh, I, okay, go ahead. So, Orkira's listening and looking for this booming voice, and so she's looking everywhere. And so, I got natural 20 for 33. Okay. <sighs> Orkira goes omnipotent for a second. No. Uh, <laughs> Orkira will get to you in just a second because uh, you see all of these things and then maybe something else. Yep. Uh, Orkira hears the DM says that and says, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What'd you get, Vinley? I got a 19. 19, okay. Uh, Harold? You're pulling 15. a safe shot. 15? 15. 15. And Voss? Eight. Eight. I rolled a 17. Oh, 17. Uh, sorry, uh, did not hear you were rolling as well, V. Um, a 17. I thought we all were, my bad. <laughs> no, you could have if you wanted to, absolutely. Yeah, I, after realizing everyone is lost, started looking into the crowd to see if I see anything there. Okay. Um, you specifically looking for the elves. They look very intrigued by the chaos, but are actively trying to avoid being overcrowded or touched as you watch as a magical sphere is cast around them. Uh, if you want to make an arcana check, you can. Absolutely. Don't betray me like this. 13. Ooh, my heart dice. Yeah. It's yeah. just just out of reach. Yep. That looks like a very, very odd sphere. Yep. At some, some form of abjuration magic, but you're not sure exactly which particular spell that they cast, as there is a couple it could be. She has a quick thought of, I wish Alina was here. Fair. <laughs> um, Harold and E. 
as you're looking around, especially Harold, you're specifically looking for any anyone missing. The orc group known as the Warband is not in the tap. Uh, <clears throat> Orkira, you notice that Kesa, the roguish man that works with the bronze scorpions, looks to be working his way through the crowd slowly and steadily. Looks like he's kind of just searching for something. However, you notice that he's muttering something to himself quietly. And since you can read lips, you hear, or you don't hear, but you see, where are the orcs? They seem to gather around the guards tower displaying the sword a lot today. And just seems to kind of be uttering that a couple of times. However, what pulls your attention away from that is in the far upper echelons of this tavern, kind of in a darkened corner, leaning in the rafters, which is why you didn't quite catch it. You see kind of leaning back against a post with feet kind of propped up on the 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 top um, crossbeam. You see a jester. He has copper and teal blue clothes and a comedic copper mask stretched into a grin, very similar to uh, a theater's. Yeah, so one half is a grin, the other half is a frown. Um, and you see the long, you know, hat. It's not the two prongs that the Harlequin wears, but it is four. Uh, and there are bells, but you do not hear a single jingle from those bells, but you can see the bells. And then as the jester, like, you can't see their eyes, but make, notices you noticing them, they just seem to disappear. Okay. That answers one of my questions. The other question I had, um, what was the name of the... the roguish dude going through the crowd whispering things again? Kaysen. Uh, Kaysen. Do I get the sense he is whispering like under his breath to himself or is this someone starting a whisper campaign? Uh, make an insight check. Sure. Eh, 16? It's hard to tell. Um, you get the sense that just by quickly looking and seeing, he's probably just talking to himself. People may, like he may be whispering, um, but, and some people could hear him, but it definitely looks like he is talking to himself more than, more than trying to talk to other people. Okay. Um, I'm going to hold on to the, the, vi the, whatever I just saw above me. Um, who's a, who's next to me right now? Am I near Vinley or Voss or I'm assuming Vinley, Voss and, uh... Every, y'all are all still together except for Sasha, who you... you she's going she, towards the Yeah, and, I mean, she's been writing in her journal and you really just... you uh, Or Kira, you would have seen her kind of get up at the mention of this and even spending all this time writing in the journal immediately knows where the sword was, immediately and, and starts heading towards the tower where uh, the sword was being kept on for display. Okay. 
So just to my friends around me, kind of low enough so they can hear, but not so loud that I am causing issues. I'm going to say, uh, things are getting tense and suspicious. I see people already starting to wonder about other people. We got to be careful in here. It's going to get, it could get heated really fast. I already see uh, Kason over there talking about the, the orc group. They are the only group that's missing. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that they did it. I'm just saying that I understand why that would be some way we talk about it. We should maybe they maybe they caught whoever was doing it, and they're in the middle of doing something about it. Or uh, maybe- it's a, this time that you hear, like you see the the dark skinned gentleman kind of step up on a on a a chair and kind of waves his hand. Now, now, everybody, please calm down, calm yourselves, calm yourselves. Let us. Try and see if we can find out what happens, if anybody knows anything, if anybody has seen anything. Yeah, the sword has been in the tower all day. It must have been taken during one of the last competitions, obviously. No no offense, town leader, but if I knew there was no chance, we wouldn't have spent all year saving up to enter these games in the first place. As you see one of the blue collars speak up, as you know that it was 10 gold to enter. And uh, the the leader of the town, uh, whose name you have not gotten yet, um, mm. says, I know, now, now, we'll get to the bottom of this. No worries, no worries. Wait, now where did those orcs go? Yeah, they even called themselves a war band. Doesn't sound very peaceful. No, now, no. let us not be hasty in our accusations. Let us all be thankful that no one was hurt. I would prefer to keep it that way. So what are you all doing? I'm going to try to quell the crowd before they start going after these orcs because they, I mean, Voss hung out with them, right? So, like, we we know, I mean, like, these guys are on the level. Like, we, we hung out with them and talked with them a little bit. So it's I mean, like, as far as we can tell. Whatever you want of them, you, but you, you did talk to them. Yeah, they seemed all right. I'll uh, slip out. So I'll just try to, what should I roll? Persuasion to try to get people to chill out? Sure, go ahead and make me persuasion. Natural one. Oh. Uh, crowd turns on this. What is your total? My total is 10. 10? Oh, uh, good. Adventurers are volunteering to go investigate. They won anyways. They can, who, you know, uh, they can win the sword and run out the orc scouts. Harold, who is trying to say something, lowers his hand as he realizes that it was misconstrued. It's like, that's my one. Like, yeah. We'll check it out. I mean, we were going to check it out anyway, right? I mean, it's our sword, not any of these people's. And if that's going to stop people from doing something rash, then yeah. A town member comes up to you, Harold, and goes, Look, sir, not to scare you, because obviously you have some mighty muscle on your team, but... Well, thank you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Those orcs, there's a reason we have palisades. There's a reason why we, um... You saw, you saw the houses burnt, right, on your way in? Well, just, if these are orc scouts, they're probably looking for a weakness in our town and how to attack us in the next orc raid. 
don't go getting ambushed. Uh, and you notice that the, uh, the the leader, the town leader has has kind of come and has kind of come up at the tail end of this conversation. Um, and um, oh, we have been attacked by orcs from the hills many times over the long years. We have called this town our own. I mean, the skeletal remains of old farmhouses still remain as a reminder of one of those times raiders came to take from us our livelihood, but yet we still remain. I cannot agree to send an attack on these orcs unless someone can say without absolute certainty that they saw them steal the river shining uh, from the River Shining Games. But I can agree for letting the winners go claim their prize however they see fit. And he'll kind of offer a hand to you, Harold, um, as he uh. introduces himself. Uh, Mayor Gideon Dernith, at your service. Uh, Harold Hovelton, a pleasure, Mayor. Gideon is fine, but if um, if you wouldn't, you would not. Um, we are but simple folk here, and are not much of investigators. Um, wouldn't mind um, you and your group bestowed such amazing skill at the games, potentially looking into this matter and seeing if uh, you can find your prize. I don't think that'll be an issue. Uh, let's get let's get together with Seisha and start our investigation. Uh, and he'll um, kind of give you just a little bit of information before, you, before he kind of stops you. He goes, uh, just to give you an, a lead, if you will, or a start to your investigation. The sword was displayed above the center town green in the East Gate Guard Tower. We had four guards, two up top with it, and two in the lower section of the tower. Now, there was protections and, and precautions put upon it. So it was locked behind an iron banded glass case with a pressure lock trap door. And when activated through improper use of the key latch would cause the would-be thief to fall and be suspended in a net in the tower itself. And are the guards still there and is the trap set and off? The man that came in and said, oh, "The sword's missing. The sword's missing." Uh, comes up and, you know, he, um, name's Dedrick Tompkins. As uh, one of the judges, and I was tasked with retrieving the sword. And yes, the soldiers are still there, currently suspended in the net, unconscious. Ah, all four. I have a question. And I just turn to whoever looks like they're talking. Um, were there any kinds of magical defenses against theft? Uh, no, there was not. Um, you said the four guards are unconscious. Are they okay? Were they attacked? Do, do they look like they're wounded or poisoned or anything? Do you know? To pull them out now to assess that situation. Okay. Um, but. Uh, hopefully all is well and fine. God forbid they are dead. I can help with that if that's a problem, but um, yeah, I can go check on that. Uh, all right. Um, and you see, yeah, and uh, Dedrick, who introduced himself, the judge, a simple farmer, you know, pullover hat, uh, you know, vest, kind of, you know, trousers and a, a pretty comfortable cotton shirt. Um, so as um, as that happens, uh, I know uh, Voss. You said you were gonna head off to try and find the orcs. Um, 
Seisha, um, why don't Look about, we... Look, uh, the first thing I would do is go find Seisha so we can regroup. Okay, got it. So you uh, you saw Seisha heading out towards the tower that you just got information on. That's where okay. I was then I'd follow up. Okay. As that Seisha, is where I would head first. You're making your way across the Lord's Bridge. Uh, the bridge that connects the two plateaus of this Mott and Bailey town um, and crosses over the moat. You know that the guard tower directly to the south of this bridge is the guard tower that was the one housing it. And you see a couple of other guards now standing outside. They do not hold themselves in the same respect that the Daggerford guards did. They all look like farm folk that have taken up the mantle of a guard and are wearing uh, some gambesons and uh, piecemealed some um, uh, like they're all sharing two full plate uh, uniforms together. Uh, one, you know, one's wearing greaves and another's wearing, uh, you know, the the breastplates and and you know one's wearing one pauldron on side one side one's wearing a pauldron on the other side and, uh, just trying to make the best of what they got um some leathers amongst them and they wield weapons that look very similar to to farming equipment and uh as you look up in the tower you can see that the uh Iron banded glass case is open, and there is no longer two guards standing atop. Do I see the guards in the net? Uh, you do not, as it is a stone tower. Ah, okay. Um, I I heard about the sword being stolen. I wanted to offer my assistance in trying to find it. And uh. Sorry, ma'am, you would be? My name is Seisha Valisbard. I'm with the BFGs, the, the group that, well, won. I, you're with the BFGs? I didn't see you compete at all. I was busy doing things that occupied my time otherwise. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. I don't believe you. You have a tough shit out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't even know them. <laughs> What'd you get, Goblin? You're muted. Stop doing that. I was me. pushing the space bar, but I was on the D&D Beyond window. I got a 14. A 14? Okay. All right, all right. Didn't want to compete this year, did you? I'm not much of a competition sort. I understand, I understand. Um, what? What can, um, not sure what there is to see, but feel free to take a look around if you want. That'll help. Thank you. Um, where are the guards? Come with me, I'll show you. And, uh, boss, you can be walking up at this point. Yeah, as you see, Seisha about to head inside, but Seisha, your passive perception would see boss walking up. Slide in just natural style. And they definitely saw you compete and know what team you're a part of, mm -hmm. so uh, they don't stop you. Yep. There you go. Um, 
And uh, you can make an investigation check. Uh, I'll help Seisha on this, as I believe she's better than I am at this. Still muted. You're also muted. It's a stupid window. I'm just going to take it off mute. I was. Oh, you just muted yourself in the middle of that. (laughs) (laughs) And Prankster is still around. And the mute button is my friend. Hey, look, at least you're on brand. I am. I'm nothing if not consistent. Um, I got an 18, and I roll with advantage to begin with, so go ahead and roll. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Uh, Not as good as you, 12. 18? Okay. As you're looking over everything, you see... Uh, You do look up, and you can see that their guards are suspended at the top of the tower by a net. Uh, you can see uh, so, uh, and there's a pulley system that is slowly lowering the net. Yep. Um, and they don't seem to be moving at all. However, there does not seem to be any uh, blood pooling beneath the net. Are all. they breathing? Uh, from where you, oh, I mean, you have an evil eagle eye vision. Uh, give me a medicine check. I'll assist because I would actually like to know this too. <laughs> I'm gonna take that assist. That's a 19. 19? They do still to be see, uh, they still look to be seen. Uh, breathing. Okay. Breathing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're Work. breathing. Yeah. Is this anything you can cure then, magical or otherwise? I can wake them up. I mean, I can shake them. Um, oh. But Attempt to looking, shake. <laughs> okay. When Once they get fully lowered, you can do that. Uh, but looking around the area, trying to figure out what happened especially being helped by Voss as he may be someone to advise you on where to look for certain things and how someone might do certain... He knows the sneaky stuff. Yeah. Uh, You see that the tower was still locked because the guard that let you in had to unlock it. Mm -hmm. And when you look over the lock, it seemed to be untampered with. There's no signs of any... Mm -hmm. Uh, scrapings or lockpick interference at least on the lower tower end and with all and you notice that all four guards were trapped in suspension and Voss tells you that there were two guards up top and two guards at the lower end of the tower near the door you can see down here that there is a small table and chairs set up that looks like it was abandoned um which means that all four of them had to be on the top end when the trap door, which you can see now that the net is being lowered, has been triggered. There's mm-hmm. a trap door right at the opening of the glass case. Um, I'd also say, um, Voss, that you would notice um, as you were just kind of coming in, the guard tower, the door to the guard tower itself, the lock, doesn't appear to be tampered with. Did you? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, and uh, go ahead and make a base intelligence roll. Okay. Both of us, or just her? um, I am gonna say only Voss oh. for a very specific reason. That's fine. Yep. Fair enough. That's not bad. Fifteen. 
Okay. So with all of that kind of in you piecing together what happened on this heist, you get the sense that something uh, definitely that something like pulled the guards up and and to the top and purposely triggered the trap. Something that's not super feasible for the size and intellectual planning capability of the orcs you met. They mm-hmm. definitely looked and and as you converse with them, more of the brute force squad. Yeah, exactly. So that little little definitely mm-hmm. kind of pulls you away. Like your immediate, I'd, I'd say your thought process would be, you know, unless there is a, a rogue like one of them that you didn't meet that is more on the you know skulky side. Um, you do notice that there is no. Um, houses around this guard tower. But as you're making your way around the top edge, you do notice something, a little chip in the uh, stone wall that is uh, circling the glass case. And there's like a a wooden um, like plank uh, tiled pyramid uh, roof to this with four pillars on the sides. A gazebo type style. Uh, top, yeah. Okay. Um, I relay all this to Seisha, but also the door is the only uh, that I can see entrance or exit out of this place, correct? Correct. Well, <laughs> wait, you said there was a chip in the, the stonework? Yes. On the, on the yeah. back side. Does it look like a chip that could be created by a grappling hook? That was my thought, too. Possibly. Okay. And the upper area is um, open. Yeah, it's it's not glass. I will say okay. it's yeah. a smaller chip. It is not a large chip. Uh, I compare it with a grappling hook, but also with a dagger or anything else I have in my possession. As you go to put a grappling hook on it, it fits very nicely. Hmm. All right. Who here that was competing today would have had a grappling hook? And as Seisha asked that question, we're going to go over to the rest of you. What is, so as you finish your conversation, um, Harold V, Orkira, and Vinley, um, you are, you saw Voss leave to kind of follow Seisha. Um, So what are the four of y'all doing? Okay. So Harold and I noticed that there was this very specific group missing. Yes, it was uh, the Orc Warband. So the Orc Warband. So Avi looks to Harold and it's just like, did you also notice that the Orc Warband is missing? Yeah, but I think it's I think it's I, th- I think that maybe somebody else did it and they're trying to pin it on the orcs. I just yeah, I just can't imagine the orcs being that sneaky, to be honest trying to think of where I last saw them. Do you think someone kidnapped the orcs? The problem was I was in the middle of doing the jester tournament, so I couldn't I couldn't have been outside who Harold's gonna try to think back to the tournament. That what was were the orcs missing during that? Uh go ahead and make an intelligence check with disadvantage to recall something. I like that. And the only reason why it's really at disadvantage is because 
uh, even though it's not very long ago, this place was overly crowded. It's like trying to yeah, and also I'm concert. yeah, no, I know how hard this is. Yeah, absolutely six. So he does not remember. Yeah, you're not sure. You can't you can't quite remember the last time you saw them. Uh, You know that they definitely competed in the tug of war. You, but were they in the pie eating contest? You're just you're just not you're just not quite sure. Is Vinley and Arkira with us? Yes. Okay. Uh, V turns to Vinley and Arkira. Goes. Do you guys remember the last time you saw the orcs or anyone else suspicious for that matter? I, the last time I saw the orcs were. Before the riddle event. Right before? They didn't take part in the riddle event. Oh. Well, it was the riddles, and then uh, right before the riddles was... Scavenger hunt. Well, that was going on all day. Hmm. So what was the, the event that happened right before this? Arranged combat, I believe. Yeah. No, it was pie eating, wasn't it? No, pie... Was pie eating? It was. I just, I mean, I'm still pretty full. I guess I could eat another, but. Okay. Yeah, I mean. And one of the orcs took part in the pie eating event. Yeah. No, there was, there was an orc. There were two, I believe. And they both lost in the first and second round. They did. How, how could someone just take wasn't there somebody other than the anthropologist walking around taking notes of, of people? With, am I right? Am I right about that, DMs? I, I don't think so. The anthropologists—they were taking a ton of notes on people. Yeah, maybe I don't they know. had something to do with something. We should ask them if they were taking notes on everything. The orcs were probably very—that's um, true. Maybe fascinating. They- to them. True, but do we know where they are? They right might have noticed someone else who's weird and suspicious. Finley points, and you see this magical sphere in the middle of the tavern that people are just kind of like looking you got at. Got scared. It's some sort of abjuration spell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk down there. I will come with you. Okay. Um, I, I kind of want to go check on the guards, see what happened to them. Not only to make sure they're okay, but also. That might be a clue to what happened. Yeah. Kira, do you want me to come with you? That'd be that'd be really good. And we should. I'm assuming Voss and Sage are helping. That also, if we're really, either we want to talk to that work group, or if we're suspicious of them, I can locate one of them. I don't want to do the, it right away. I feel orcs? like. Yeah, because uh, Voss and I got a chance to talk with them, so I can yeah. I can do that spell thing where I locate someone. I'm just worried that, like you said, they're getting accosted. This is, this is getting pinned on them because everybody was suspicious of them, and it's very possible that they knew they weren't going to win, so they just didn't show up at the end here. It's I also actually, possible that they're being kept somewhere. I believe it's a good idea to check on them as quickly as possible, whether they're involved in this or not. Someone could be holding them to frame them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So V, if you want to come with me, I'll, I'll I'll get that spell going, and I can kind of do two things at once. Okay. We'll talk to the anthropologist see if they see it sell anything. Okay. Uh, so Vinley and Harold go to the elves, and Orkira and V are heading towards the guard tower to check on the guards. Correct. Yes. 
yeah, I'm going to do two quick things as we're walking out. I want to take a quick look back in the rafters. Do I see that jester? Nope. Okay. Nothing there. And I will, as we're walking, cast Locate Creature on one of the orcs. And I thought I wrote down their names. Hold okay. on. Um, the pie eating contest orc. Oh, what I wrote down were the other orc tribes. Oh, uh, what's the name of the guy who worships Grumish? Grumsh. Oh. Giants and I wrote down a whole bunch of the stuff that the orcs said, and I did not write down their names. Ah, uh, uh, I am I am the worst. I'm the worst okay. friend ever. You are you are familiar and enough with them to easily able to to recall one, uh, and one of their names was Bilge. Okay, uh, then with Bilge. Bill? <laughs> uh, bilge. Like oh. uh, water. Yeah. So yeah, I will cast locate creature on bilge. Um, I sense the direction of the creature's location as long as that creature is within 1,000 feet of you. If the creature is moving, I know the direction. Um, and it it's concentration. It lasts for an hour. So I'll just pop it off now. Okay. Uh, you immediately get pulled in a direction. Mm. Is it no the direction? Yeah, is it the direction of the tower? Uh, it's not. It's it's in the, well, it's in that direction, but it's kind of as you get down the the bridge to where the the tower is off to your left. Uh, it is continuing straight ahead, uh, kind of towards where the like uh, moving. Actually, no, it's in the same. It's in the yeah. same direction. Yeah, it is in the oh, same okay. direction. But when you get to the tower, it continues past the tower outside the the, the gates. Uh, and do I get that ping while we're still in the tavern? What do you, what you, do you mean? You would just know it was towards the tower. Well, so I, I activated the spell while we're still in the, the tavern just before we left. Do I get that ping while we're there? Looking at, uh, no, scroll up. Because if I do, I want to be able to tell Vinley and Harold yes. before we leave. Yes, yes, you do get it. Because a thousand feet, right? Yeah. Yes, you do get that. Okay, so I set that off, and then as V and I are leaving, I tell Lindley and Harold, I've got a ping on Bilge, so they're at least within a, a thousand feet uh, that way. Yeah, we and, should check that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the tower first, and then I'll see if I can round everybody else up, but they're at least still in the area. Good. And as you're walking that way, you hear someone kind of speaking to themselves and you look over and you see another judge um, dressed similarly to uh, Dedrick. Uh, talking to s uh, another townsperson uh, wearing like spectacles, a little more well put together um, than, than the other like farmers. So definitely uh, probably more of like a shopkeeper or something along those lines or, or little more, you know, not as, you know, dirty, if you will, from just being a farm worker, mm -hmm. a farmhand. Uh, and you hear them, I'm telling you, I did not sign any of them. Are you sure? This signature has your name on it right here. I didn't sign that. So for the... Hmm. You were, oh, you were the four pieces. The document written in four languages. Yeah. 
which is the only thing not found except for by this person. I did not sign that. No one came to you. No, no one found it. Okay. Because it is on my my store, my sign just inside the door is written in Dorvish, Common, Elvish, and Halfling. Commerce, of course. Um, I'll try and look further into this. Thank you for your your assistance. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, sorry, so you hear that, Orkira, uh, kind of as you're leaving to go outside towards uh, the the guard tower. Uh, and as you're you're going, you can see, you know, uh, Seisha and Voss kind of around the side. You see Seisha tending, looking after the the four, kind of checking on them. And they're uh, they're at the tower. And then as you walk past the tower, you see where well, a lot of people continue. What? Uh, I didn't want to, I don't know about V, but certainly after hearing that and everything, I didn't want to walk past the tower. I would want to, I'd turn to V like right away as we're walking up to where Seisha and Voss are and say, did you overhear that? Did I overhear it? You did no, not. you did not hear it. No, overhear what? There was, um, one of the judges and apparently the guy who had that document that we we're supposed to be looking for in the um in the scavenger hunt yeah apparently that guy nobody found the document and oh. but didn't that the bronze scorpion guy found the document right didn't they get the point for that the scavenger hunt yeah yeah they did. okay well if what i overheard is correct then there's something weird because the signature of the guy who was supposed to be in charge of the document, it's not, he says he didn't sign it. He said nobody actually found the document. The bronze scorpions forged the document? Maybe, or... How could, well, they couldn't win without it. No, and they still didn't. So, I mean, doesn't matter at this point, but still, that's Wait, weird. But they right? turned in a piece of paper and pretended it to be, or they just were like, here's everything else, we're done. I don't know. I, I just know that somebody else either forged a signature or something else happened because the guy in charge of the document doesn't know why. He says nobody found it. Because he's in his it. shop. Yeah. Um, weird. Yeah, there's definitely something weird going on here. Yeah. Also, oh, uh, let's go chat with station boss and try to catch up with them because I saw something else weird in the tavern and I don't know exactly how to figure that out either. What did you see? Uh, continue. Sorry. Uh, have we approached station boss at this point or? V asked, what did you see? And then you're going to see something once that's resolved. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I saw it was a guy in the rafters dressed like the jester that everybody talks about at the tavern that we were in. And I think he saw me looking at him and he disappeared. There's a guy dressed as a jester in the rafters. Yeah, but not, 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 no, not that same one. No, 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 no. Uh, different coloration, different mask, um, different jangly. I still don't like it. I mean, I don't like it either. I don't like I, anyone. I mean, yeah. The, it's creepy, but the, I don't. Could, he could have changed his outfit for all I care. Uh, maybe, but that, that was a pretty big change and. Harlequin seems to me like the kind of guy who banks on that look to inspire fear, and that'd be a weird thing to do. 
Maybe he's hired more. Maybe it's someone who works with him or for him. Maybe. I just... I don't know what's going on, but that's that's what it's I saw. It's too specific a look to be hiding in the shadows, and... Okay, well, um... We'll go meet up with Seisho and Voss and let them know about that. Yeah. And as you're kind of coming down kind of right where the guard tower is, you can look out and you can see out of that... Pal- through the palisades and where you can see there are a bunch of like cattle and it's where the cattles are kept. Uh, the cattle is kept. Um, and you actually see a group of people around. They kind of formed a circle and you see the orcs, the war band are currently being arrested and the crowd is yelling at them. Just outside the, uh, the town proper. Oh, that's what I was afraid of. Oh, that's gonna be bad. Are there... Well, should we go do something? I probably, yeah. I'm. Uh, okay, yeah. he runs over to where the orcs are being arrested. I join her. I'll, I'll like, as we're running past where Station Vassar, I will wave at them and point and be like, um, uh, th- th- there's a problem with the orcs. We're gonna go. Um, he's already running oh. away. <laughs> I probably have to take flight at this point to keep up with V. Uh, I'll go in that direction, having just been thrown, having this information almost thrown at me. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll talk to the guards. Mm-hmm. You go help whatever's going on with the orcs. I do so. Do, did I have that opportunity to shake them? Yeah, can we shake the guards? <laughs> Make a shake roll. I'd really like to shake the guards. That means two different things coming from you two. When you first said it, Voss, I was like, I mean, of course you can walk away. They're not going to follow you. Um, but yes, you can um, You can awaken the guards. Go yeah, ahead and make a, I, medicine, yeah, make a check. medicine check before you just start shaking them. Oh. Okay. Imagine that scene in Aeroplane where they're I, just shaking the woman. Yeah, I'm not shaking those them. guards. I got no I, I, am, I am helping you with that unless I've already walked off. Um, okay. In that case, yeah, that's went, better. I went, Nineteen. I went with shake down the guards, and I was like, I guess you could if you wanted to. All the meaning. I mean, do they them. have anything on them that I would want? <laughs> no. Okay, that's uh, what I thought. It's the only family soy. Yeah. Please. Uh, you shouldn't have fallen asleep in the job, man. Yeah, you can wake them up. You can see like that they have like they each have just a large like lump on the head where they just got caught off guard and <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and it just they, they just got knocked knocked out. They're definitely coming to. They're gonna have a headache, but they're fine otherwise. Okay, all right. If you're okay, we're gonna go help with something, but don't go anywhere, please. I'd like to interview you. Sure, whatever you want. Okay. Uh, Here, have some water, and she'll give them her water scheme. Okay. And go. Uh, Pouncing off after Voss and towards uh, Urkira. All right, we're going to cut back over to Vinley and Harold. Because it wouldn't be the BFGs if we didn't do a three-way party split. So, we brought uh, it down to two. (laughs) (laughs) You see uh, most of the crowd has alleviated themselves out of uh, the Jester's pride as they're going to... 
not a lot happens in this town. This is a big day, and they want to see all the stuff that that is going on before it goes back to just regular farming and stuff like that. Um, you see uh, the two elves still kind of just sipping some tea that they pulled out from their own uh, accoutrement as they continue writing down um, what uh, some more stuff in their notebooks and things like that. So, uh, Is their bubble still up? Should be. <laughs> it's very epic music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. So, actually, I can, can I retcon what I was doing real quick? That after all the guards wake up and everything, I want to go get Harold instead of going out there myself. Okay. Because that seems like a situation that needs a Harold. So uh, I feel like you got to the 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 exit. Yeah. Saw the situation and went. I should probably go get Harold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, of course, uh, you can go do that. And it's about this time that the crowd is. Uh, you're not there yet, Sage, but the crowd is uh, dispersed enough and the bubble does dissolve and it seems to dissolve from the top down. Um, <clears throat> in Elvish, uh, Vinley's like, excuse me. Ah, yes, uh, Miss Amakir. Right. Uh, how can we be of assistance? I'm sorry we couldn't there was just so much going on and we wanted to speak to you during the games but we didn't get the chance so our apologies it's, it's no trouble I was competing in most of the games we saw <laughs> we actually my friend here and I um, had a couple questions for you because we noticed um, as anthropologists you've been taking notes of most things that occur around here, I presume. And we just had a couple questions. Of, of course, and uh, yes, so we, we were. Um, what is it that we can help you with? Well, we noticed that, uh, you know, the orcs were missing at the end of the games, which, you know, a lot of people are jumping to conclusions. We're not, we're not trying to do that. What we are asking is, was there anybody missing during the games. You guys were paying attention to every individual while they were doing things and keeping notes and stuff. Do you notice uh, anything strange? Anybody for, go missing? First of all, is it common for the prize of uh, Faerunian competitions to go missing? Or is this out of the ordinary? Is, is this part of the games? Is this is this like an extra scavenger hunt? Ooh, no, I don't think this is. Uh, I don't think this is part of the games. I think this is, uh, and certainly this isn't normal. This is just kind of. Uh... Oh, so you you uh, uh, believe foul play was involved? I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but at the same time, the sword's valuable. Mm, right, it's likely. Yeah, I see. Well, what we did notice from what we saw is a lot of the groups did not stick together throughout most of the day as they split off to do the scavenger hunt in between and during events other teammates were participating in giving ample time for well anyone to find opportunities while the majority of town was distracted watching the games mm -hmm. uh, there was no one group uh, gone per se except for the war band uh, we did notice was gone uh, during the final uh, competition, the King's Wit uh, and the Riddle, uh, 
uh, they are the the test of of one's mind, um, which but... makes sense because they would find those competitions probably boring. But uh, there was almost, almost all groups had someone missing at some point or another while they were off doing this scavenger hunt. Fascinating concept, if I do say so myself. Scavenger hunt. Okay. I'll go over to Vinley to see if she has any other questions. Do you happen to know who was missing from the groups? during the final events. There's so many people happening through the day and uh, just the chaos of everything. There's no way we could keep track of, of everyone missing at certain times. So. My apologies. I must have overestimated. I would, I would suggest possibly looking at the missive board to see what names were in the competitions and the maybe find out who was not in those games to see who had the most time. Yeah, we were not just watching the competitors, but the crowd as well. So a lot of our our focus was on the crowd mm -hmm. to see how they reacted to the games and to each individual, not just on the competitors themselves. Still have a lot of questions about sheaf tossing, tossing but it's okay. It's you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. And, uh... I'm going to do that. I'm going to look at the times and stuff and see like if there's anything anything in particular that stands out. Um so most of most of the competitions only had one or two competitors of each team. So any of those other teammates could have been doing the scavenger hunt throughout the day, could have been you know, scoping out places. I mean, it's it's really you know hard to say, but make me an intelligent check at disadvantage. Could I make one as well? You absolutely can. Disadvantage. Oof. Oh. Eleven. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Yeah, hard to say. I will say that you do remember seeing. Like, Kaysen was there most of the time because he was, like, him and Voss were going at it back and forth through most of the, the like, strength, most of the strength games and the, the uh, archery or the ranged games. But you know that Kaysen was uh, looking at all of the names. Uh, Kaysen was only in the uh, ranged and in the tug of war. Um, you notice that... Uh, let's see, um, I think Kava was only in Kava was only in the Warhammer toss and the pie eating contest. Yeah. Um, and then the various, I mean, it like some of the like only the Hammer Fists had, uh, which were the Dwarven group, only had one or two in each competition. They had two in the pie eating contest, but the rest were just one of them. Um, the blue collars had one or two. Yeah, no one had more than two in any competition, except for the tug of war. I don't think we're going to get much information out of looking through. I agree. <laughs> I guess we should catch up with the others. Yeah, it's probably and the best bet. Benley, as you go, kind of as you turn to leave, um, uh, Benoel will uh, miss Amakir. Where did you say you were from again? 
Oh, I was um, born in an island just outside of Evermeet. It's a province of Evermeet, really. And uh, I came to Faerun at an early age because we moved. Go ahead and give me a deception no. check. It's That's... Um, the last part was yeah. the deception. Was was yeah. the deception? We we came here because at a young age because we moved. Yeah. Sixteen. Okay. When you have a moment, we would love to discuss what you have learned from the lands and cultures of those that are not elven. Of but course. I, we do not want to impede upon your uh, investigation, if you will. I was actually going to ask you how long you were all staying because I wanted to talk to you about um, something I overheard earlier by accident. Forgive me for being rude. There's many conversations happening throughout the day. Um, if there's something enlightening that could be added to our nuts, notes, we would be uh, greatly appreciative. Uh, we're gonna stay one more night and uh, this is a pub which means that there is no rooms. And we learned that a tavern, at least in common language, means, uh, oh no, no, tavern is both and an inn, which there is the, checks notes, uh, the Gilded Wheel Inn is where we are staying tonight. Perfect, I will find you there. Um, thank you for your help. It's been a pleasure. And she'll bow very formally. And uh, they will both Formal, like formally give you a bow as well. And uh, Kalalak goes to shake your hand is kind of like a, a formality in these regions. And and like as you watch. Yeah. She she makes that face of like, no, not that. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and then she'll go to shake Harold's hand. And then that's when you watch Banoel. Yeah, like, 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 hold on, yeah, and just. <laughs> and she just kind of bows her head in, yeah. res in respect and... we still have our traditions Kalak. yeah but we're trying to learn others doesn't mean we have to perform them do I arrive uh, yeah and you can arrive at this time as uh, the two groups are splitting uh, Zemli, Harold Hey, hey guys, um, can we get your help out here? Sure, yeah, okay. yeah. A little hustle. I... Uh, I pretend not to hear her at first, and then when Harold starts to move, I look surprised that he's moving, and then I follow him. Or I try my okay, best to Did you give them that. a false name? Yes. <laughs> I am the killer of false names. <laughs> yeah, and Seisha's been way too distracted to know that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten an earshot of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> so she turns around and hurries out. <laughs> um. So apparently the, the orcs are being arrested. Why? I, I don't know, but I figured we should get Harold there because he's, you know, Mr. Smooth Talker and would be really beneficial to keep the crowd from mauling them. Sure, let's go. Don't inflate his ego. You saw what he did with the mayor. 
Oh, I didn't. I missed it. Oh, it was glorious. And I tell her about the fumble that Harold had earlier. Oh. Oh, my. Okay. Um, and uh, Orkira, V, and Voss, are y'all waiting to go talk to the orcs? What is happening at the moment? Because, yeah, I'd prefer if Harold was going to be here, but what stays the crowd in? Do the orcs look like they're ready to fight back, fight their way out of this? Um, or do the crowd look like they're ready to cause a fight? Either or. The crowd looks a little irate, but not like they're... It's not uh, torches and pitchforks. They're more so like aggressively questioning the orcs. The orcs look extremely confused. Um, give me an insight check, actually. I'll go ahead and I'll either help you with that or do one myself. Uh, well, you mean me? Yeah. Uh, let me help you since you speak orcish. Fair enough. I'll roll so, with advantage. I'll kind of relay what I'm seeing as we're walking over. 24. Um, you, you see the orcs are confused, but understanding, like, mm. they're used to this. And you actually watch, um, kind of, uh, or Kira, I'd say from your vantage point, you can see, um, with your passive, just that they actually lay down their weapons and hold their hands up. Uh, and are being very non-threatening, and your your insight will pick up the non-threatening body language that they're trying to convey. Okay. Uh, uh, and Orkira, you can read lips. You don't understand Orkish, but through rough translation, if you try and tell Voss what it is, the best you can get out of everything they're saying is don't fight. Um, I will approach... Um, the group of orcs. I will not interfere, however, in the arresting process. Um, who was the leader again? Uh, Cog. Cog. I will go up to Cog. Um, uh, slowly and silently and just say, thank you for being so peaceable. We are working on having the truth come to light. We will make sure that that truth will come to life. Just please are be you, patient Are you speaking common or orcish? Orcish. Okay. Um, and kind of like holding his uh, his hands up. We do not blame them for their fear. Many bad orcs have raided farm towns and killed people in order to please those they serve and simply enjoy, or simply enjoy the labor of others. We do not fault them for their animosity, but we hope that we can show them that we are. You will. You have my word. Um, and if the crowd is not, I won't interfere if the crowd doesn't look like they're ready to, you know, lynch them, so to speak, but I will. The crowd was encircling them. There are uh, a couple of guardsmen that are trying to usher them back into town and keep the, uh, you know, the crowd at bay. Um, and, uh, with your help, they are escorted back into town. I will also um, pick up their weaponry, anything they leave behind, so that nothing gets dropped, stolen, something like that. Okay. Yeah. They, the seeing how you are the adventuring group, part of the adventuring group that won. They, the guards do not stop you. Okay. And uh, Orkira, as the crowd disperses and you're leaving, you see like small 
handfuls of uh, wheat and grass kind of bunched together, laid across the, um, the, the top rung of the fence. Uh, and that's about the time that um, at like Harold, Sasha, and Vinley kind of you all kind of converge on the parade of these the, with the orcs and, and the rest of your party as you all meet up. Um, and they are brought to the town center. Huh? Mm. Okay. How are, are we, we doing? Um, once we're all together, just because I, it just occurred to me that time may be running out, uh, I want to cast Locate Object on the sword. Okay. Cool. Uh, you cast Locate Object. There is a strong pull to the south side of the town towards the old water mill, which creates the flour from the wheat gathered from the farming fields. Do you follow it? Or do you um, stay with the group? Thus, I, I know where the sword is. Okay. Is it moving? No, it is not. Are are we all together when you're telling us? Should I go get it? You've all you've all gathered together at this let's, point. Let's go. Okay. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we'll be right back. We're gonna go get the sword. Uh, uh, and, wait. Oh no, continue. Sorry. Well, if you know where the sword is, shouldn't we all stay together and go get it? I mean Well, some of us need to help the orcs. I can help the orcs. You guys go get it. Okay. Alright. And I'm going to head that way. Uh, okay. And uh, I think Harold, we should go. I think, I think everybody but Harold should go. Okay. To to that's my opinion on an out, okay. like an out of play level, because in case there is know. a fight, we have no idea what we're up against. I can handle a crowd of people. There you okay. go. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I trust Harold... a crowd of people, so yeah. As they all kind of leave and you're up there, you can hear the uh, cog talking with his hands up and go, me, um, Morben, know this look bad, but me, um, uh, cog promised that we, we, we knew we lost. So Warben just want to, um, we just want to feed goats and, and cows before we leave town. Um, I will. Uh, I'm waiting to see if people of authority start trying to. Um, you see uh, uh, Gideon making his way towards the area. Um, yep. And uh, he kind of goes up and he goes, all right, everyone, everyone. Does anyone speak Orcish? Uh, me. We speak common. <laughs> of course. Just want to make sure that there is a proper translation so as as long as don't mind broken common me um uh, cogs common <laughs> cog do you speak do you speak giant ooh <laughs> going to take that as a no <laughs> okay and uh Gideon just kind of gives in to like, all right, so broken comment it is. Um, and one of the other uh, orcs, Bugak, goes, we just want feed animal. Um, they nice. Uh, 
we find animals know true they like true nature creature yeah they um they know they know judge book by cover yeah, they know when to be afraid and when to be calm and if you go look they calm um you so what are you doing here um i'm actually gonna have let's have the them roll would be at disadvantage, but they're helping each other, and uh, it's gonna be straight. Uh, <laughs> and into a horror movie. Yeah, the the crowd is is has kind of started to form that like mob mentality uh, that that happens, and so it they're just yeah, just tell us where it is, yeah. and then you can be run out of town. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, I'm gonna step in and say something. Should I make a persuasion check? What are you saying? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna say, well, that doesn't. I mean, everything they're saying makes complete sense, though. A, they weren't caught with the sword. B, my friends might know where the sword is and are currently investigating where that is. And C, what? Why would they lie? What do they have to hide? If they had the sword somewhere they could go get it, it would have been closer to them, and they would have left the entire town a whole long time ago. They wouldn't be where you could just get to them. They would have immediately left. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. I'll give you advantage. You used really good logic. Advantage per common sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 22. And, and you kind of see him go, hey. I guess I'm, but. And then Gideon approaches you because there was something very important that you said. Uh, near the beginning of your team might know where the yeah. sword is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, we're going to cut to that team. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> as we're, hey. I don't know how far we're going, but as we're walking, can I have said some of the things that I have noticed to everybody to like catch them all up to, about the jester, about the the wheat, yeah. Yeah. about the thing that I told V with the uh, the possibly forged document. I don't know if we want to role play it out, but I just like to like bullet point yeah, it's, uh, so the brown scorpions cheated. I don't know. I, They've I, cheated before in the tug of war. Well, true. They're cheats. Or there's something else going on. Or they found a different document that was forged. Well, no, you said that he was saying he didn't sign that. It sounds like he would have signed the list if you found it. Right. And so they forged his name. Possibly, yeah, but until we know a little bit more about what's going on, that's... I'm saying maybe someone else forged it. Dirty it's... cheaters. Like or someone looked have... like him. He could have also been charmed. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Also, it if they were going to... I don't know, I don't know. We may have to go look at it. It's just weird. And then the whole uh, jester thing in the ceiling, that was weird. And... I saw that guy because I was looking for the laughter from, remember a while ago when we were traveling and yeah. there was the pranks that were getting played and on yeah. us and then there was that laughter. That laughter happened again at about the time that we found out the sword got stolen. Oh. Or Kira saw, did you tell him already? The Justin. Yeah, I, I, I would have okay. told them the, the same thing I told you, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I know, I know that kind of freaked everybody out, but could have been a haunted valley. Yeah, I don't. It feels no. like it's just over here. Okay. I just want to let you know before we walk into whatever this is that there might be more going on than just someone stole it. Oh. Oh, and while we're on the topic of just for information's Seisha, uh, my name is Lena Amakir. Went around those two. Why are you making up fake names? You know I never remember the fake names. They're from Evermeet, Seisha. They. Oh. I don't want them knowing who I am. What was it? Lena Amakir. Lena. Okay, Lena. Hmm. I should have chose a better name. Let's just be prepared for we may have to fight our way out of this. Yeah. And oh, you ready. make your you make your way to a stone stacked building. Uh it is one of the larger buildings in this town. As you can hear the grinding even before you walk inside, the grinding of uh the water mill churning the wheat into flour from the grinding stones inside, the sound of the rushing water just beyond in the Delambier River, and the, the wooden, intricately made cog, large cog wheels, just clink, 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 and the grinding. I am looking wood. between those wheels that grind the wheat and expecting to see the sword there because, oh, what a prank it would be. That is not at all where you're being pulled to. Okay, good. And as you walk in, you can see that there's multiple bags of flour and uh, large stacks of wheat kind of falling down a, a chute that a ladder leads up into a higher area that, um, but, and you see a halfling woman. Um, okay. A halfling woman uh, with a dirty flowered apron and uh, it just kind of looks like dust is all over her, but it's white dust, the flower that is knotted into her hair that's messy and put up into uh, two buns. And she is uh, from the the grinding stone is uh, a shoot, a flower going into a large sack. Yep. And uh, as you enter, looks up. Can I help you? Or Kira, whatever you do, absolutely no fire. Okay. This place will explode. Um, yes, in Halfling, Vinley says, you could actually help us. We're looking for something. And, uh, Seisha, it's behind a counter that looks like to be like a checkout counter mm -hmm. is where you're I'm feeling the I'm going to walk over pull. to it and be like, do you mind if I look back here? Uh, yes? Okay, can I, I'm looking can for I help a sword. You? Hi, my name is Lorseeker Seisha Valispard. Um, the sword that was supposed to be the prize, um, has gone missing. What? I, yeah, well, here's- It's gone missing? I used, I, I used a spell that helps me find items, and it feels like it's back here. So if you don't I mean, mind, I'd like to just peek back there real quick. There's no sword back there. Insight. I was about, I was to, about to- Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> I'll let I'll you roll, Orkira. You have advantage. Okay. Do we both have advantage, or...? Yep. yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the Oath of Knowledge Paladin. <laughs> 18 oh. for me. 15 for me. I rolled like crap. Oof. She is 100% telling the truth. Yep. There is not a single doubt. There's not a, a malicious bone in this halfling woman's body. Yep. Um, okay. I will... That's okay. If and she I tries behind there. <laughs> that, I, 
and uh, you peek, and there, only thing you see is a large bag of what you can assume to be flour. I mean, it is like massively large. Yeah. It's, a, it's a hundred pound bag. How much is this bag of flour? Uh, well, it was two gold, but it's already been procured. But I'll, I'll give it to you for five. Done. And I slap five gold on the table and open up the bag of flour. And as she does, I ask the halfling woman, are you about to say that it's already been procured? Did someone buy that already? Um, and you actually see, before you even go to open the bag, before you even have this conversation, that might may change what you do. So let, oh, okay. me, let me give descriptions before that starts happening. Because your passive perception is so high, you see there is a tag on the bag. Okay. And it says sold. And there is the name Bronze Scorpions. Mm. So would that have changed Sasha's? No. Okay. It just makes her cheaters. She I actually does cheaters as she pulls and, the bag out. Yeah. And uh and and you'll kinda again she'll go, but I promise you there is no sword. It's just a bag. <laughs> Go ahead and make a strength check. What was that? Make a strength check. Uh, we saw your mannerisms. Whosoever <laughs> <laughs> can pull this sword from this bag of flour. flour. <laughs> How that much was a six. Six? Okay. Uh, you're like, rip, like pulling at it and you just can't find. And How do I open you, this? It's um, you gotta, gotta flip it. Oh. You're... Oh, okay, okay, like this, like this. Is there yeah. anything else erstwhile in this room at all? This seems kind of sloppy. Meat and flour, and a... bags. It's a mill. You you said that bag was already sold to somebody. Yeah, what? the bronze scorpions. Who was uh, the person you talked to directly to that page? Uh, lie the fellow. Um. I have really dark eyes. Uh, was he about this tall? <laughs> and I hold up uh, my hand, like not intentionally, but like almost next to Voss's head. Like about, about this like tall? That, I was gonna pick it up on the way to town so they don't have to uh, lug it around or have uh, the bag exposed to unpredictable in inclement weather, you know? I don't blame them. That's a heavy bag. Very it's believable. Oh, I think you meant inclement. That's what I said. I must have misheard you. Have you opened this bag of yeah, yeah, let me yet, or what? Yeah, so you open it. It seems to be uh, basically a, a rip cord thread that goes mm -hmm. through it. And uh, as you pull it out, it opens up. And all you see is flour. Can I buy another bag? I mean, your magic is, I mean, it's still, it, it's there. You're, you're yeah, I'm just going to reach in and, okay. and okay. yeah, like, like, the like sword. it's there. You just yeah. see flower. You reach in, you pull out a sword. Yep. And what you pull out is, it is a giant metal snake and it bites you across the face. Oh, a, yay! A wide <laughs> dwarven blade of jagged scalloped metal 
tiered layers of dark adamantine uh, with multiple blood grooves that ends at a sharp flat angle with a thorn edge at the bottom. The black leather braided hilt has no cross guard, but the width of the blade protects the hands well enough and ends at a Viking hammer shaped pommel. Very postmodern. That is a cool looking sword. It's very deco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sword. It's very dwarven. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, this is pretty strong evidence that, yeah, they tried to steal it because um, that guy was wandering around in the inn afterwards saying out loud to himself about how the orcs weren't there. So I wonder if that was on purpose to, yeah. Can we set a trap for them? Do, do we need to? It sounds no. like we've got we, we need we need to take this woman back as a key character witness to get the orcs out of jail before the mob tears them apart. Oh yeah, that's a good point. No, they'll be fine. Harold's with them. Harold could maybe smash cut to Harold just just getting tackled by a mob. <laughs> orcs maybe, like, but what let's, happened? Let's be sure. Okay, I I trust Harold to keep everybody calm. I don't trust them to let the orcs go until we can prove otherwise. Yeah. Agreed. All right, well, um, I guess I'll take this bag of flour and donate it to the town. <laughs> or you could just leave it here. We're in the town. You don't have to I take would like to donate this bag, bag of flour to the town. What are you I doing? mean, it's your flour. You can take it whenever you need to. Okay. If you really want to carry a hundred-pound bag of open flour, I really don't. Okay, I figured not. You I want to carry it someplace safe and then set it on fire, but that's for a different time. And and the happening woman <laughs> just kind of just kind of gives you this just bless your heart, child. Pat on the sh on the sh like on the on the knee. <laughs> but go ahead, let's, one. let's go save some people. Yeah, we need you to come back with us. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> that's on you, buddy. I mean, that's what we're trying to do, right? Is yeah. get her to come yeah. back with She's us. She's a key character witness. That's a 25. Nice. Jesus, Arcara. I'm and... fairly persuasive. I just well, don't Shit, use I got nothing off. to do. <laughs> uh, and the halfling woman uh, agrees uh, and says that she's willing to do whatever is necessary for whatever you need, but can only be bothered for 10 minutes. Yep. Okay. Would you like me to clean you off of all of the flour? Why? Fair point. You have a point. As she's like turning It's just going to get right back on there. What's the point? Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. We only got Woman, 10 minutes. <laughs> woman's been milling for a long time. She knows the score. The yeah. flower halfling's an intense lady. <laughs> Jeez. I like her. On the way back to town hall, can I like fall back with Arkira for a second? Yeah, you're, and you're not going to the town hall. It's like the town center green where all of the games yeah. were conducted. Uh, and it's that not place. too far away, but of course you can stay back for a second. Um, Arkira, what did you say Kaysen was saying when you heard him in the bar? He was just mentioning, he was like muttering under his breath about how the orc band wasn't there. And so I wasn't sure I, I talk out loud all the time. I think out loud. I pray out loud. I do everything out loud. So it didn't seem odd to me that you'd be doing that. I thought maybe he was just the kind of guy who does that. But knowing this, 
that feels like maybe he was doing that on purpose to plant that idea. Something doesn't seem right with this. This was too easy. Did you see how many times Kaysen got the wool over Boss's eyes? Why would he be this stupid? I was having a bad day, to be fair. You have a long day. Your you, game's performance. I mean, performance. to be honest, we had a spell that made it easy. If I didn't have that spell memorized, we would still be looking for the sword. But they're adventurers as well. Yeah. And that's not a very powerful spell. No, but we've had multiple times where if someone had cast that, we would have been screwed. I think you're both right. And we don't have conclusive evidence. But at least at this moment, the important thing is we can get the entire town off of the orcs back and then continue to look for information. You also know that none of the bronze scorpions are casters. Whoa. Yep. Yeah, because they were very confused. <laughs> two, two in full plate, a sneaky one, and a barbarian one. Yeah, because they were kicking our butts at the the uh, tug of war, so. Yes. Both Art the Halfling and Kava the Dragonborn were in full plate. Right, but they were kicking our butts in tug of war because I thought they cast Kaysen was to win it. Kaysen was unnaturally strong. There are other potion. ways to be unnaturally strong. Maybe he took strong. a potion. He doesn't yeah, have like, to have magic. Yeah. If they understand magic then. Something doesn't seem right here. I don't think these people would be dumb enough to leave it in such an open area. I think what you said earlier about the shopkeeper and the forge signing might have something to do with it. I, I'm i not completely sold on it being a forgery. I, I think you're right that it's good to look into all of this, but yeah, let's see if we can at least get the, the orcs free right. and then, yeah, do a little more investigating. Sounds good. Right, so you all make your way towards the crowd and you see that Harold ha- is making a very sound argument um, about why it shouldn't be the orcs and uh, is being confronted by Gideon. See, I told you it'd be fine. No one's dead yet. Yeah, ah! Harold was there. Harold, <laughs> why are you doing that? I believe it's a way to disarm the crowd. Oh. Literally, that's how he's just knocking swords out of people's hands. He's so yes, funny. yes, um, it, calm, calm, we will have our answers. As we speak, the sword is being recovered by the wonderful BFGs who won the competition, see? Uh, and as you come up with the sword, he, he goes, see? <laughs> and uh, motions to uh, Seisha holding this longsword. Judge Gideon, it has come to our attention through our grand investigations, and this woman can confirm. We found this sword in a bag of flour that was purchased by the bronze scorpions, and other members of our party can attest also suspicious behavior that was being conducted by them. All signs point to them being the culprits of the theft. Hey, now, wait a second. I don't think so. I... That's not our style. We don't be doing that. And you look over and you see Art, uh, who's standing next to, to Kava. That's, uh, what? 
that's mighty, mighty strong claims you say there. What? What are you, what are you talking about? A third uh, neutral party here can confirm where we found the sword, and also the recipient of the sale of the bag it was found in. And I motion for the halfling woman to step forward. Um, Orkira, in this commotion, you and only you can see a shaded figure dart into a back alleyway away from the crowd. Uh, it's, it's, uh, Kaysen? Uh, you didn't get a good look. You just saw a shaded hooded figure kind of dart into a back alleyway on the other side of the town, closer towards, um, the Jester's pride, but still on the, on this side of the bridge. Okay, uh, I'm gonna grab V, because I feel like everybody else is gonna be way more involved in this negotiation. I'm gonna grab V and say, I just saw Kaysen, I think Kaysen, running. Uh, follow me, follow me. Okay, okay, okay. And she just goes. I'm gonna fly off in that direction. Um, <laughs> you actually, yeah. like you, everybody's attention is now on everybody, like on y'all right now. And as you say that you actually see art, like the, the halfling Miller gives her description and you see like just your passive insight. You just see like uh, confusion like disbelief and then disappointment disappointment in art space and as you say that Arkira, you actually see him like him and kava follow you as well okay. um as this starts going off uh and wanting to stay here to make sure this sure this gets sorted out i go up to harold and say you may be a better use of tracking down this thief than i will i can stay here and handle the rest of the situation if you want to head off with the rest of the group sure all right and I will head off to help round this person up. Yep. Um, and um, Gideon is persuading the crowd to now see, see there's more than more here than normal. Uh, it seems like, you know, the orcs are not to blame. So put your ire elsewhere. We will get it handled. The, the town guard, as well as the adventurers will get it sorted out, you know, yada 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 and the, the crowd has calmed a considerable amount you see Gideon going up and uh, shaking the hands of all of the warband and formally apologizing on behalf of the Jokun and is offering a free night stay if they so wish yeah and uh, and you again you hear uh, Cog speaking to Gideon and say it okay warband were once bad orcs but when we went to attack caravan once, there was small child, and we no kill child, so we turn on tribe. We good orcs. Uh, and uh, Gideon just, again, apologetic and offers them a free stay or refund if they've already paid. Uh, the rest of you head down this alleyway, and you actually come across a scene of a massive Goliath holding a certain slender black clad leather figure upside down by his ankle, about two or so feet off the ground. Whoa, take it easy, big guy. It's not that big a deal. Let's not take this too seriously. I mean, come on, look at it this way. That sword in your hands, I can hurt a lot of Thaeans. You could break down their walls. Their hierarchy, their experimentation chambers. 
Why do we have to succumb to the rules of simpleton goat farmers when we can serve a greater purpose? Yeah, we lost. But in the end, I, as always, ensured we still came out on top. And I will always pick us over the shreds of local customs and common niceties. <laughs> you see Goran just kind of like rattle him, but you can see that Kaysen's words are hitting deep emotions. And are we arriving at this point? Yeah, yeah. you you come in on that that seat. Hey-o. Sup, y'all. Uh, hearing what Kaysen is saying, Orkira's gonna growl out, yeah, except the town was gonna blame this on the orcs because of you, and innocent people were gonna get hurt. Exactamundo. Correct. This is wrong. We should reassess. I'm sure they've done something to deserve it. You know what? So have I. But that's not the point. The point is, you pointed at the town at innocent people over something you did. And there's a, you feel a, a hand touch your, like, thigh, Orkira. And you look down and you see Art kind of just slowly taking a couple steps forward. Kaysen, what do we have if not our integrity? Could we have used the sword? Of course. You are clever. You're always clever and thinking 10 steps ahead of everyone else. I mean, we could have easily just rigged the games so the blue collars won and then more easily taken the winnings from them, but you knew we wouldn't do that, especially Goran here, which is why you went behind our backs. And now you made us look bad. Again, I'll be honest, I'm not mad about it. What I'm not okay with is you using your own self-interest against us. This group, the Bronze Scorpions, it doesn't work unless we can all trust each other. You can trust me to always have the group's best interest at heart. Is it us or a bunch of orcs? We're innocent. We're better than this. And you see, um, Art will look to you all. We're sorry. It's not how it's supposed to be. We hope you can excuse our ill manner friend. I'll go talk to the mayor and we'll get this sorted out. He had our best interest in heart, but it's all wrong, all wrong. And you see uh, Goran raise up just a little bit higher and then let go as Kaysen just slumps down into the hard ground. And Goran says, we know cheat. Um, and, uh, Art approaches Gideon. I know exactly who took the sword. It was not the warband here, but it was one of my own men behind me back. Mayor, I apologize on behalf of the Bronze Scorpions, and I ask you for your leniency and know that we will reprimand our own, and I'll be happy to, to donate 
250 gold to the town as a way of apology and this behavior and disrespect to your competition. Especially since one of our own was very looking forward to winning that sword the rightfully way. Kind of looks back towards the Goliath, Doran. And uh, you see um, Gideon look to the crowd and kind of motion, is that fair for everybody else? You see justice at the end was brought forth. All we must have is patience as justice will come forward in time. Before, before we get rash and accuse the wrong people. Uh, everybody just kind of shakes their head. Everything calms down and goes back to a more jovial scene, but in the back alleys between a couple of of small farmhouses is you, and everyone but Voss, I believe. And uh, you're standing next to uh, Doran and Kaysen. What are you doing? I kind of, at this point, look over at V. Yes. Yeah, because I feel like, all right, we got what we wanted, and I know she wanted to talk to this other Goliath, and if, yeah. if there's, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so V uh, approaches Goran and um, goes, hey, uh, um, are you still available to talk and maybe tell me what you know? And uh, as you ask that, you see Kava, the red dragonborn, look to like look at you and then look at Gorin, walk over and grab Kaysen by the scruff of his clothes and lift him up. Come on, we have some talking to do as a group. And kind of looks to, and kind of gives Gorin a nod as kind of takes <laughs> the, uh... I've made the deal with this one. I come later. I'll make sure he's secure. And, um... The... Goliath approaches you? Me? Mm-hmm. I... Um, very impressed with, uh, skill. Okay, so because he has the accent, I gotta ask you when he speaks common and when he speaks Goliath. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, he is going to speak Goliath to you. Okay, in that case, oh, I'll always. just... Yeah. Alright, in that case, I'll just assume that. Cool, good to know. Um, oh god. Ah, I should've is... practiced this. <laughs> Thank you. It is good. It is good to be beaten by someone deserving, because I play to win. Oh, you touch my heart. You too kind. It seemed you too strong. Will? I, uh, done nothing but fight since early age, so trained by some of the beasts in Waterdeep, at least. But mostly, I have to give credit to all the fighting pits. If you and friends want talk, I owe you information. Yes. Uh, 
if uh, it's okay if just talk you and me, we uh, just would like to know what you know about Gathala. Want to drink? Always. Let's see who drink more. Okay. And the two Goliaths, uh, Harold, you understand what they are saying, but everybody else uh, hears giant. Yep, they are speaking giant. Uh, and uh, the two of you make your way back towards the Jester's Pride. Yep. Um, and uh, what is everybody else doing? Um, I think I'm going to head back that, no. No, what are we doing? What is going on? Where are we going from here? I don't know. I We're going to go get a drink. Sure. I will say you all notice that the day's light is definitely coming to an end, and you know that there is a two days journey in between Jolkun and Sucumber, which is the next town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be in, you know, Common tells everyone that her and Goron are going to go get a drink if they want to come too. Do you want company? Up to you guys. I mean, you know, I mean, I figured after today, maybe we could all use one. I'm going to smooth things out with the orcs first. I may come join you later. Also, uh, we should see what that sword does. Right, I can do that. Um, Fair enough. Thank you. Um, Also, I'm very confused as to how the legal system works in this town. Can anyone just make suggestions? It's a small town. As she's just like walking. <laughs> it's a small town. The legal system is based on the local authorities basically deciding how to handle situations as they arise. They have basic laws, but for something as outside as this, it would fall on the authorities to select how justice is met. That makes sense. Well, I'd um, ba- I don't think the authorities here have much authority to do anything. I mean, they probably have like a bo- like a jail they put the the town drunk in occasionally. I don't think they right. have the means to hold an, an adventurer. No. Um, I actually am going to go talk to those two elves that were in the bar earlier. They said they were staying in the inn in town. And I was wondering if someone would like to accompany I'll go with you. Thank you. I would appreciate that. And they have very interesting stories. And it was, what was your name? Lena? Lena Amakir. Okay, I'm just going to call you Lena. Or Amakir. Oh, it's fun. It's like we have a little secret. Yeah. (laughs) A very, very big and bad secret. Sometimes they're good. Okay, we can do this. She gives a worried smile to Harold, the master of lies. (laughs) as Seisha and Finley start making their way to the inn. That's the luck. Orkira's going to look over at Harold as we're kind of following everybody towards the inn and say, I do want to get a drink and some food and relax a little bit. Maybe they need some privacy. Um, I kind of also want to keep my eye out for that laughing jester that I saw, that we heard. You saw? Yeah, I was, remember, I was telling you as we were running to go get the sword about how I saw... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
I have a bad history with jesters. I know, I know, and that's one of the reasons that I want to track this one down. My gut says it's not that one. No, I don't think, no, no, he wouldn't. But still, he's kind of got a whole aversion to the theme now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm bad at putting stuff together, but I have this weird gut feeling about something. So, uh, do you want to come keep an eye out? Sure. I will attempt to keep an eye out while I get very hammered with a pair uh, well, 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 with our our friends. I'm going to get very hammered. Okay. I'll, I'll keep an eye on you getting hammered. Uh, I just, I also figured not only are you, uh, you can help with that, but you were the last person to get pranked. Yep. <laughs> like I said, I just, I have a weird history. They just seem to go straight for me. Yeah, yeah. It's something about how you like, you take it well, I think. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who would immediately kill someone who did some of the stuff that happens to you, but uh, you, yeah. you handle it pretty well. I think that's why you and um, pranksters get along. But let's go get some food, huh? Let's get some food and something to drink. Yeah. So as Harold and Orkira head towards the Jester's Pride, Vinley and Seisha heads towards the inn. Voss talks to the orcs. Um, we're going to cut up to V and Gorin as they settle down for a drink. Maybe another little friendly competition, but. So, um, where you, you say that you from Waterdeep? Yes. What, what do you mean? Like where in Waterdeep? No, just never seen that necklace in Waterdeep. This necklace is Vitarak belonged to the Khan, uh, my grandfather. It's one of few one of few possessions to still make it to water deep with my grandmother and my parents. Does that mean you are Khan? No. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's no one left but me. So possibly. Not that I know of. I would like to, I'm hoping maybe I will find someone who know or is Vetorov. And you can see like sadness and understanding and camaraderie in those words kind of wash over him. You'll lose someone? I am Malakane from Thisk Mountain, far side of uh, Fallen Star Sea. Because of size, strength, and natural, uh, just kind of like picks up the tankard heartiness. Uh, we were enthralled by Thayan Wizard, who then conducted experiment on us, transmuting us into monsters. 
by fusing us with energies from other planes, rending the leftover bodies from those that did not survive into undead and golem made of flesh. This horrible! This why I hate Thayan. I see. Others were used in arcane experimentation or used as food and sacrifices to creatures from other plane. This Some still live. I will save. Horrific. But enough sad story. I owe you information. Okay. Before I tell, what is um, what is Epithet? Your Varric's chosen name. Given by Khan. What? <laughs> Mine is wild collar. Goran wild collar Malakani. Oh, I. After... Hmm? Uh, it was given to me and after I was chosen to be totem warrior by my tribe, but. And again, he kind of looks down. Now cursed from Theon to be beast, but I will use it to kill them one day. Sorry, uh, your, your epithet. I have not been bestowed one yet. I'm just Vivetarak. Thought so. Can you think of father epithet? Shit, can I? You can't. Dude, he doesn't have one. Your no. brother doesn't have one. No, my... But Lo did, right? Lo is the only one you know, and hers was Axe Slayer. Axe Slayer, yeah. No, now that I think about it, no one but my grandmother had. She was Axe Slayer. There is reason. In Spine of World is three Goliath tribe. Akanathi, Thunlak Kalaga, and Gathala. They all war with each other over territory and resource because harsh climate and rumor of white worm that rules sky and ice. Like of worm. three, worm, um, dragon. Oh! Of three, we hear Thunla Kagalaga is nicest, and Gathala and Akanathi harshest. Gathala rumor some to have magic in blood written in markings, something long ago when split from first tribe. Maybe that's why you have ancestor come out of you. But the ancestor that come out all Vetarok. They are not Gathala. But you still have Gathala blood. Maybe yes. whatever blood magic have. Maybe. Maybe it's just tied to the side I feel most connected to. Those who are still here for me. Possibly. But after we learn about Goliath in Waterdeep, 
we end up in north and learn about tribes and hear Elerthak is not Gathala. What? I don't know detail, but heard he tried to challenge Khan, who was father, to take back birthright. He lose fight. Elerthak is exile. Have name and epithet stripped from him after beat by Khan. Means you not Gathala. You only Betarok. And that's where we're going to take our break. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do. At twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or, if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great! I'm not... Excellent! We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, Things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your six skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. You're halfway through the episode brought to you by our friends at Rock Punch. Stay tuned for more action. <laughs> and we're, and back. we're back. Oh my goodness. And so here uh, we go. Let's do the, it. The BFGs have tracked down uh, the sword that was stolen um, through uh, interrogating a couple of people, noticing small details that could have been easily missed by others, and found that it was hidden in a sack of flour that was to be picked up and just taken out of town mm-hmm. by the bronze scorpions, uh, as the town was blaming the war band of orcs. Uh, who turned out to be just nice dudes. <clears throat> yep. And once confronted, uh, Kaysen admitted to everything, but said that he was doing so in the benefit of the team. And as promised in their deal, V and Goran had their conversation, and he dropped a huge bomb about Elerthak, her father, not actually being in Gathala because he was exiled from his tribe. And that's where we're going to pick up. where we pick up. Wait, so if I hadn't won, you wouldn't have told me? That was deal. (laughs) What the hell, dude? That's kind of big deal. Uh, it is in spirits of competition. I'm sure you'll find out eventually. Oh my god. She gives a light punch on his shoulder. 
Oh, so strong. <laughs> oh, such a whining. <laughs> Arm wrestle. What? Now? After you right just drop now. this bomb, you'll win out of sure pure shock from me. All right, fine. I give you a minute. You can recuperate. This change a lot. Not everything, but a lot. Good to know I don't have any real name to denounce. I just am Betarok, so that's nice, I guess. Hmm. I guess I feel a little less weird about the full Vilmiliana part. That's his whole name? Vilmiliana Vetorak. It's a very pretty name. Thank you. I just go by V and V Vetorak just sounds so cool. So sleek. V Vetorak. V V. Ah, alliteration, it's, uh, it's good, easy to remember. We have, uh, some of, yeah, never mind. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Well, I feel like I got a lot of information from you. Is there anything you want to know from me? Who is Vetorok? So you really never hear of Vetorok. But you hear Gethala. I guess Gethala big enough clan. Vitarok. Smaller clan from Starmount. They fierce warriors, but I guess not enough. I always told that Gethala destroy Vitarok. And um, that's how uh, Illerthak gets Khan Nicholas. But never hear of exile. I wonder how he got Nicholas. He must have... So, so whole Gathala tribe come down and kill Vitarok? Doesn't make sense. But I cannot imagine an entire tribe be taken down by one guy. One man. He, he Illerthak strong, not whole clan strong. Maybe he have blood magic. Blood magic to do something? Why would my mother... Why would my mother and Lonon not tell me anything. I'll have to figure that out. How did you get... Uh, can you tell me about the right of Varax? Uh, yes. Uh, you t you're old now, so... I know. In coming of age time... Um, not that I, old! I'm no, 20! Yeah, but still a couple of years late. Typically, uh, like 10 to 13, you get right of Varric's from Khan, and then you go on pilgrimage and earn name from Deed. Well, I guess I have to find Vetorak Khan, huh? I have their necklace. 
this makes me feel like I could just I can't it doesn't feel right to give myself name you have to earn them that's what I've been told many a time from low and well do you do anything specific like is there like a trial or you just go out and do something cool and get name depend on tribe and oftentimes just make name for self oh how you get your name wild calling or wild caller i am totem uh warrior and I use benefits of animal to help me hunt, track, and kill. Will? I have strength of bear. Strength of bear. <laughs> uh, strength uh, of bear. And you can see, like, he kind of gets a little <clears throat> shy and sad at those words. You okay? Bear soft spot? Bear used to be a good blessing, now curse. Oh. I see. <clears throat> well, I fight with sword, but I... I don't know. I... I Well, thank you. This helped me a lot. You find who you are when you find Mountain. Nice to know I don't have to go to Githala and <laughs> confront the Archon. Sounds scary. <clears throat> you would be granddaughter, but you would also not be recognized as Githala. I know. I wonder how they feel about Elartak using name in Waterdeep, or if they even care at all. Most time exile mean you dead. They I not know, care. but it's such big name in Waterdeep now. But so strange that Goliath kind of stops for a minute. No offense, Goliath in cities, not very common. No, I am aware. Painfully so very weird upbringing when everyone stares and pokes and prods. Are you rejuvenate now? Yes. Alright, he holds his hand out on the table. Alright, she uh, arm wrestles him. Alright, let's see. Make an athletics check. <laughs> So close to mm. man. All right, I was so close to rolling like a twenty-seven. I give you inspiration, but uh, I can't. I'm literally yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a seventeen. Total. Total. Yeah, it's back and forth for a little bit, and then you get him about like a, a two-thirds of the way on the other side, and then he just kind of looks at you and grins and goes. 
You must use all strength today when fighting against me in competition. And just BAM! <laughs> and slams it to the yes. other side. He got a 23. Uh, but uh, I, almost so, I almost I almost rolled a BM now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to feel I bad. I feel like we just we just witnessed Goliath flirtation. <laughs> bye bye but, next round. Um but the as you both go from arm wrestling to probably a drinking competition at this point, because he he'll egg it on. You can always definitely see that there's always a competition oh, yeah. in everything. Uh, we're actually going to cut over to Voss. Uh, you were wanting to talk to the warband. Uh, was. The town is dispersing. Um, <clears throat> I assume most of the public had their weapons, but if whatever I picked up instead, I hand back to them. As promised. On my word. Thank you. Uh, he'll he'll address you in Orcish since you spoke Orcish to him. It is rare that we find adventurers that understand. One must keep one's mind open if they wish to find opportunity. I think you agree, correct? We do. We are. What? What are you searching for? Simply adventure? Purpose? Money? Yes to all three. Mm. We are... want to show people that just because we are orcs does not mean we pillage and plunder. I understand. We are no different from you, your friends, from them. We all bleed, no matter how you cut us. I come from a city that is currently in a state of hidden turmoil. And I come representing a group seeking to end that turmoil. I would be honored if you would hear from my leader if you were to go to the city of Waterdeep and help us there. Make a persuasion check. Yep. Not bad. 14. If our path takes us to this Waterdeep, we have heard of, never been. I will seek out your boss. But I cannot promise that the warband will make their way to such a large city anytime soon. Of course, I understand. But if you do, go to a bar called the Yawning Portal and find an orcish woman named Yagra. Yagra. Half-orc. Noted. Tell them Bill Ronto sent you and that you are looking for work. I take she it you are Bill Ronto. They Did call the name a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me just testing you. Of course. You will find work that will satisfy all three of what you're looking for. Then, 
kind of looks to the one with one eye. Fromish means for us to walk that path, then we will. Whatever path you walk, I wish you good fortune upon it. And you as well, Ronto. And he'll hold his hand out. I will take it. I imagine he dwarfs me. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but he'll he'll give you a firm grasp on the forearm. Uh, and uh, they will start to make their way out of town. Out of town. Yeah. Watch them go. Yeah. They're not strangers to walking in the dark and can probably walk a little bit safer than most other people can. Yep. After that's done, I'd like to go find the bronze scorpions. Okay, the bronze scorpions are heading towards the same place that Vinley and Seisha are. Yep. Is Kaysen with them? Oh yeah. You watch Kaysen be dragged by the scruff of his collar by Kava, the dragonborn. Okay. I keep a good distance, but I will go to the tavern where if everybody's headed there, I'll So they're going to the well. inn. Uh, that's where Vinley and Seisha went was the inn. Yeah, the Gilded Wheel Inn. Yep, everybody else went to the tavern. The, the Jester's Pride. I follow the Bronze Scorpions then as we okay. make our way towards inn times. Okay. Um, then while you make your way there, we're going to cut over to Vinley and Seisha. <laughs> yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, of course, it'll be fine. You'll be able to tell if they're lying. Probably. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. Elves are notorious for being able to lie very easily. Well, lore seekers are notorious for being able to sniff out deception. <laughs> Let's hope we can do that. I'm really do you think nervous. they're lying about who they are? No, I don't think they're lying about who they are. I think if there is a shadow of a doubt in their mind of who I might be, I would rather know in advance before wands start coming out. That bad? I can't let anyone know that I'm here. Okay. Yeah, let's go in. I'm sure they'll be somewhere in here. I'm just going to pretend I don't speak Elvish. So there is a, as you step in, there is a common area, um, kind of lounge that the front desk is, and there's some some seats and some tables, and uh, there's like, a, they serve tea, um, kind of relax before heading up to your room. Uh, and you see them sitting uh, at uh, a small table, um, sipping some tea. Um, I will approach them and I'll say, um, good evening. And uh, as they see you enter, they'll actually stand and bow to you. Oh, oh wonderful. Do you have a moment? Uh, I, I hope that uh, your investigation proved complete. Oh, yes, it was very difficult work, but we handled it. Wonderful. She holds up the sword. Oh, congratulations on your victory in both the games and finding of the object. So, uh, so uh, do you have a moment now to discuss what you have learned from these lands uh, and cultures that 
are different from being uh, growing up uh, near Ebermeet. Of course, yes. Um, I specifically came because I also have questions for you two. Wonderful. Which should we start with, mine or yours? How long have you been away from the island? <sighs> My math isn't too great, but I believe uh, just over a hundred years or so. Oh, I see. Or even longer. Would have been you, longer. You, uh, well, hold on. Longer. Playing, playing off of that, yeah. you see. Um, uh, oh, three. Kalalak. Kalalak. Um, her face kind of furrows in like confusion. You can see her doing math and goes. So it had to be a little longer because unless you aren't truly from the island and you can see they start to get a little skeptical like that uh, uh, Benuel gets a little skeptical with that and I just preposterous of course I'm from the islands I'm just not very good at math I'm better at magic okay because says in Elvish, like, does she speak Elvish? No, she does not. To make a deception check. You're really going all in on these deceptions. Shit. Five. Five. Wow, you're not delighted. I was doing oh, so well. <laughs> Okay. When when I see that she has lied that poorly mm-hmm. um, in Elvish. Okay, I fair. I, I do speak Elvish. Um, my name is Saisha Valaspard. I'm a lore seeker of Ogma. And I'm kind of hoping to, much as you're doing, observe without being intrusive. We'll look to you, Vinley. Anything involving Evermeet will only fall on pointed ears. Of course. Um, then for my question, my friend... Uh, and, uh, and, and they will then switch to Sylvan and watch your reaction, Seisha. Um, I would like to use Knowledge of the Ages to speak Sylvan. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not going to react. Okay, okay. Okay. Wow, what a baller move. <laughs> yeah, 100% can yeah. be done. And um, then uh, Kala uh, Lock will say, does she speak Sylvan? No. That one is honest. She uh, yep. yep. Don't yep. even have to roll, don't have to roll it. because <laughs> You don't know what she just did. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. As far as and you know, no she does. there's no visible effect. Yeah. Uh, and so... I'm just going to stare into my cup. The reason that we ask when you left and you say, but a hundred years ago, for you see, over a hundred years ago, the island itself left this plane of existence, left Toro. 
Uh, no. You know of this, the blue fire, the spell plague, right? Right. Obviously, you wear her, her emblem upon your neck. Yes. Well, when the spell plague hit, we went to the Feywild. Hmm. Evermeet has always had a close connection to two planes, but one stronger than the other. So her magic sent us to what we are connected to. And though we did not think we spent as much time as we did over there, when we came back, much more time had passed. So yes, we are. There are many reasons why we are out here. We have only been back on Toral for the last 10 years. Hmm. I um, correct me if I'm wrong, Deans. I wasn't there for that, right? You left way before that. Yep. Oh, I wasn't. Um. Right. Of course. That. I didn't hear of that. Been good. We did our jobs well. Is everything okay? I heard what you said about the sad queen. Is the king okay? How long ago did you actually Um, perhaps closer to 200 years. Kind of nods their head. And you see that they get a very sorrowful look in their, in their eyes. Huh. Amlaruil became the sad queen in 1321 when her husband... King Zor Moonflower was murdered. Oh, no. By who? The Queen's family was nearly eradicated in the assassination orchestrated by Kaimel Nim Nimison. Only her and three of her children survived. Omnistria, first heir to the throne, left Evermeet disgraced and was murdered by assassins while in Evereska of the Western Heartlands. Ilirana, second heir, gave up any pursuit of the throne with her pursuit of devotion to Angarath, the Seldarine queen of Arvindor, which you know to be elf heaven. Right. And... Lemuril, the youngest and third heir who carries the king's blade, has been missing since the era of upheaval, and we are we're actually on a pilgrimage to hopefully find the last son and heir to the throne. Otherwise, a new heir and family will be voted upon by the High Elven Council by the end of the year to take the throne. Queen's been missing since, by your time, 
1479 DR, when the entire land and kingdom of Evermeet still resided within the Feywilds. And ever since then, the High Elven Council has ruled as the Royal Council. But civil unrest has begun to brew without a leader as strong as Amla Ruel. This doesn't make any sense. How? We are unsure as she was the most powerful elf to ever live. She gave up blessings of the Seldarine and the right to be by her husband's side so that she could protect us. And if you want, you can make me a history check on Lamruil. And I'll actually give you that as well, Seisha. Even though you've never stepped foot on Evermeet, there's a reason why you would know something. Sixteen. Mm -hmm. And Vinley? Oh no! <laughs> oh, no! Too much info was... dump. Oh Too no! Much info dump. Too much uh, info. So <laughs> while we wait on uh, Rhea to come back, hopefully it's just a hiccup in the internet, we're going to pause on that lore dump uh, and we're going to make our way uh, over to Harold and Orkira. I'm just marking that you got a 16, correct? Yep. So the two of us are entering the the Jester's Tavern, the Jester's Jester's Pride, Jester's Pride. Okay. Uh, and as we're about to to go on in, Orkira, like as we go through the door, is going to take a quick look up where she saw that figure in the rafters. Did mm -hmm. she see anyone? Make a perception check. Okay. Those keen dragonborn eyes. See. Not so keen this time. 17. I know. Um, no, nothing there. Okay. Uh, and as we walk on in, Orkira's going to look over at Harold and say, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, let's uh, go grab a table and um, let me buy you that drink. What, here right now? Yeah, yeah. He you looks know. around at the, the tavern, like this wash of like recognition in his face, and he shakes his head, and he's like, we're going to buy the drink here? Yeah, you know, okay. because you're, you're really good at drinking. Okay. All right. Sure. We're probably not coming back. And Harold <laughs> will walk back over to the table that they're all gonna sit at. I'm gonna sit down. I'm going to look to whoever's closest to me. I, I, I imagine I'll probably sit near V. Uh, I'm going to get water and pour it in my drinks in like several shot glasses as though I'm about to have vodka. Okay. And uh, I, I, I crowd them all over to myself. Clearly these are my drinks, right? Like. 
uh, once I've gotten all this set up, I'm going to move over to them. I'm going to set them down in front of myself, and I'm going to lean over to uh, what's the the Goliath's name? Goron. Goron. I'm going to lean over to him, and I'm going to, I'm going to go. What do you think is the drunkest a person can be and still have fun? You won't find out. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my grand mission, is looking for how far you go before you you blow your margins on the next morning. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not worth it in the grand scheme. Because there's a fine line, you see, and I am an expert at walking that line just as far as I can take it. The problem is I always take it too far, but I think tonight's the night. And I'm going to shoot two of the water shots. And, and I'm going to put on a performance of getting way too drunk and looking like a juicy target for a prankster. And okay. when we when he splits off, I go over to the bar and I'm going to get a one of those beers and a vodka. And then as I come on over and put it down in front of Harold, put the vodka down in front of Harold and say, all right, here's some more. Um, be careful. I think this stuff is pretty strong. The oh. uh, eyes, Harold, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, she, she knows <laughs> this, the This isn't. Okay. And she almost says something, but stops herself. Uh, I um, would say, I would say she knows Harold well enough to do that. Uh, or Kira, you order from uh, Lee Yebershoulder which is the halfling proprietor. Uh, and although the vodka-esque drink that you're asking for is not on the menu, because you're part of the winning team, he gives you a little bit of his own personal stash. Oh, okay. nice. Perfect. Yep. Um, and uh, you all now see, you know, that everything's kind of died down and stuff. You again see the six half-elven waitresses that are all like identical Sex tuplets? That six? Mm -hmm. It looks like uh, six identical half elves, and you learn their names of El Shari, El Sherry, Ari, Shar, and Ellie. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, wait, El Sherry, Ari, Shar, Ellie, and then their full name that all of them share is El Shari. Okay. So Do it's like think? Ari, El Shari, and like. L, L3 and oh my god. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Between the fake shots and the real shots, after a while, Harold is just like, Sherry. <laughs> their, their parents were just like this name. This is it. This is the one for all of them. Just load, load them up. And as as we're doing this on a regular basis, Orkira is going to gauge how actually intoxicated either I or Harold are getting, because I'm probably uh tanking some of this so that he looks like he's still drinking vodka and I will start surreptitiously casting lesser restoration whenever I need to and uh, my goal is to look like I am focused on having fun and hanging out with Harold and I'm letting my passive do all the work in keeping an eye out for when things might happen okay and I am putting on the performance of looking like a juicy target Go ahead and make that performance check. Oh, here we go. 
Are you sure? You, you sure you want some more? I mean, you gotta get me that drink, and I I, I need that drink. <laughs> All right, let's do shots. And V is just trying to egg it on. She thinks it's fun. And uh, oh yeah, that'll be twenty two. Uh, and Goran is right right beside you, and I need you to make a con save, uh, V. Excellent. Mm, that's an eighteen. Pretty strong. Mm-hmm. How strong a vodka is this? Uh, Harold, did you make a performance check yet? Yes, uh, I made. I got gasoline. twenty-two. Twenty-two. Got it. You are you are quite the faux drunkard. Okay. I mean, if this vodka is really like the personal stash, it's probably really good. And if it's a uh, bathtub swill, the Norcara will will actually have a shot of it and set it on fire just so that she can down it. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm not drunk, right? What'd you get? 18. 18? Yeah, you're fine. And you can see that the day and the heat of the sun or something has kind of gotten Goran a little bit as he's probably drank a little bit too much throughout the day. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, as he's feeling pretty good. Yep, he's feeling real good. That's why I beat you. You drink throughout trials. You know, and, uh, I walked that line, that thin line. Well, I I was past it two drinks ago. So far, just so far in the. I know tomorrow is going to be a nightmare, and so now I have to go. It's like. You just go until you hit the other side of it, right? So you drink so much that in the morning you're too out of it to experience being bad. Hey, small man. Yeah. Do you uh, really funny joke now? Do do more. On table. Oh. <laughs> he looks over at the table, <laughs> and he looks back at him. Okay. And I'm going to go over to the nearest table uh-huh. and I'm going to slowly climb it and okay. I'm going to purposefully look as though I am poorly balanced on it. Okay. As though if a prankster were to try to tip me, it'd be uh-huh. very easy. Okay. Do I need to do I need to roll something for that? Or is that just nope. gonna roll in the nope, performance? That's part of your performance. Okay, and I kind of stand up there. <laughs> okay, and uh, I need you to tell a joke because that's what you were instructed to do. I know, yeah, let me just, that should be easy. How hard can that be, right? Uh, I can't do my usual. Uh, I can't use my go-to with the, the carriage. <laughs> oh, I, he's just, he's you know, when he's had all this to drink, it just takes a little longer. It's fine, it's fine. But you, you got this, you got this. I'm sure even if it's bad, it'll be funny. Yeah. And while while you're staggering, trying to think, like you start like two or three times and then lose your train of thought in the performance. Uh, and uh, I need to make a deck save. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Oh, boy. <laughs> 13. <laughs> and uh, as you were, you were staggering, you're, the table you were standing on is solid. It, there's no wobble to it. But all of a sudden, it's like oil on a wax floor as you just flip 
feet out from underneath you and just backplant on the table. <laughs> table snaps. It goes down with you. <laughs> oh. And you hear oh, 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 oh. Oh. a big boisterous laugh that fills the entire room. Oh, I hate by that drink. I hate by that drink. <laughs> I'm going to rush over to check on Harold and in that process, I want to see where that laughter is coming from. I need you to make a deck save. Me? Yep. Okay. To see where the laughter is coming from? Nope. I'm assuming to uh, not join Harold on the floor, but we'll see what's about to happen. Nope, that's a five. Yep. As you go to check on Harold, you and Pratt fall right with him. At this point, V goes, what? And she goes over to check on both of them. I need you to make me a deck save. (laughs) Except I get to make it with advantage because i see it coming you definitely see yeah. this coming because it's been obviously alerted to you yeah Ooh, that's a 21 21 will be enough but as you go you slip and slide like the, like what the, the floor hell? is extremely slippery someone uh, coated the floor with something slippery did we did we see him um i heard him i heard him and i'm gonna crawl on over to Harold looking like I'm, I mean, I'm actually going to look to make sure he's okay, but in the process, do I notice where the laughter is coming from? Um, It is coming up from up in the rafters. You can't quite determine where, as it's big, breathy, billowy uh, like laughter just kind of echoes down and bounces off all of the walls in this tavern. But you can tell that the origin is somewhere up in the rafters. Uh, and as you have both pratfalled, you actually, the uh, proprietor, uh, Lee, kind of like hops up and goes, Ah, look! The Jester has graced us with his presence tonight! It is truly a joyous day at the Jester's Pride! And everybody just in cacophonous unison uh, starts laughing and chanting the jester and praising uh, you all for making buffoons of yourself. Wait, this is a normal thing? There's a jester that like hangs out in this town on a regular basis? Yeah, that's why the tavern's called that. Here, Harold, come on. Uh, Let me help you out. And I will. As I'm helping him up and I'll help him back over to the table, the rafters and the ceiling of this place. Mm-hmm. Are there any windows or is it a completely covered roof? There are windows. But okay. the windows are on the uh, the upper um, yeah, it's like floor it, because yeah. this was built down into the ground. Yep. Okay. How sturdy is this building? It is basically as sturdy as the earth. It is not built on top of the earth. It is built within the earth. I'm going to help Harold to the table, the back, sit down, you know, healing word or whatever and say, hey, let me let me go get you like some fresh water or something too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think maybe you've had a little too much, okay? Uh, that That's my fault. I shouldn't have been feeding you so many drinks. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I got splinters in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna, and then uh, quietly just say, I'm just gonna go outside and and grab, grab like some cold water or something, okay? Okay, I'll be here. Oh. I want to go outside and I want to fly up to the roof. (laughs) The roof, the roof is, um, so this is like a halfling hole or a hobbit 
uh, house where the roof is actually built into the ground. It rolls oh, up over okay. yep. and you see a couple of goats grazing and there's trees. And this is where Stacia spent most of her day, uh, you know, amongst some of the wandering livestock underneath the, the shade of the tree. With the sheep. With, yeah, a couple oh, of sheep. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and uh, there is, and you actually, as you're going on your passive, will hear a window closing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to wander on up, pet a sheep, and out loud in Draconic, I'm going to say, that was pretty funny. Do I get an answer? You wait for a moment. Um kind of looking over quiet you hear the bleeding of sheep you look over is that honey mustard and sitting in one of the branches you see the legs there's curled shoes with little bells on the end of them one of copper color and one of a teal blue is it kind of fades up a little bit higher and you see that jester uh, kind of sitting on one of the branches of the tree about 20, 25 feet away from you. I'll look on over and say, you've been following us this whole time? I'm still in Draconic too, if that helps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and in this deep, you are hilarious. Why would I not? I, I'll take that as a compliment. I'm usually unintentionally hilarious. It's, it's Harold that's the funny one. Oh, um, I am aware. And why would the jester of Jokun not? Well, do just a thing. <laughs> okay, I mean, if collecting pranks is your thing, sure. But so you're you're pretty well known around these parts, huh? We have a tavern named after. Me. And you're probably. You probably leave this tavern on a regular basis to go, you know, play pranks on other people nearby. And I'll very intentionally like pull a little bit of the wool that has some honey mustard off of it. And he just gives you this this sly shrug, very coyly. Mm -hmm. Like even behind the mask, you can tell the coy expression. And she'll actually produce flame and set the little bit of wool on fire so that it and she'll say I'm I haven't had a chance to meet a, a friendly one in a very long time I'm not that good at talking to you know your kind jesters, jesters yeah 
Yeah, I'm not used to talking to very old jesters. Very good, very powerful jesters. Um, what what would uh, a dragonborn need to do to maybe get some information from a very well-traveled, very old, very powerful jester from this area? I tell you what. If you can pull a prank on the purple one, I'll give you that conversation. A real good one. Oh, I was the wrong person to come to this conversation then. Um, all right, I'll try. Uh, what do, what do you what do you consider really good? I mean, you already got splinters in his butt, so. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, <laughs> so good. All right, I'll keep that as a benchmark. Good to know. Okay, all right. The great thing about a prank is they are all unique to those that perform them. But remember, it's all about confuse, not abuse. No, no, it was, yeah, absolutely, no. Once you hurt somebody, then it's, then it's just mean. Okay. But you are quite handy with fire. I'm sure there are things you can think to burn away. I mean, I've accidentally burned off his eyebrows a bunch of times, but that was accidental <laughs> and not on purpose, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. Um, give me, give me a moment, and I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. It does not have to be tonight. The jester is always watching. That's a little creepy, but sure, okay. And and like you turn around as he says this, and when you turn back to say that's really creepy, he's gone. Uh, I don't like it when my suspicions are right, but okay, here we go. And I will turn around and go back down and go to the bar and get a big cup of water and come over to Harold and place it down in front of him and say, Sorry that took so long. Um, just, yeah, water. How you feeling? You okay? I'm good. I'm good. It's funny. The table kind of broke my fall. And I'll take a sip and put it down. As like, mostly it just was the splinters in the ass, which I uh, managed to get out very quickly because I have thick pants. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, I was a little worried. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Where were we in the drinking? Uh, are we... Yes, right. We're, are we still getting that drink? Is that still happening? I mean, it. You might be done for for the day. I, I feel like once you break a chair and uh, have to take care of your own ass, you're probably done. And you can probably very clearly see that Akira's mind is on something else. <laughs> that she's you're, just distracted at this point. You are right? You feeling okay? It's... It's, it's been a long day. We've had a couple weird things happen and I was just, I was just worried about you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright, hey, no problem. You know, Harold not wanting to pry will kind of look around he'll be like you know maybe maybe one more drink and then i will order something 
Something that isn't a vodka. <laughs> uh, you don't have to order anything. People are buying you drinks. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like everybody who's who, if they enter the tavern, you won the games, but at the same time, you brought the antics of the jester. So you are drinking for free tonight. Hell yeah. So I am absolutely going to drink one of the many drinks sitting around me. The Harold just is kind of like, he is emptied into different levels of the cups and he's like playing them with his fingers mm-hmm. like by, by running them along the rims awesome uh, you get a crowd too um, <laughs> and as you play that we're actually going to shift back over to Venley and Seisha okay. for that uh, Venley I didn't ever get your history roll Oh, did you want me to roll a history check? I, I didn't hear that section. Got it. You, okay, so make me a history check on Lamaril. Okay. And what was the last thing you heard? Oh, God, 14. Um, the last thing I heard, I was saying, I don't understand. Uh, and then you, you went to say something, and then everyone froze. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the last thing you heard us say? Uh... They were shocked that I didn't know the king was dead. Oof. Oh, okay. Oof. You missed a lot. Okay. I'm going to read over what they said again to give you that that breakdown. Okay. So uh, the queen's family was nearly eradicated in the assassination orchestrated by uh, Camille Nimison. Mm-hmm. Only her and three of her children survived. A list of children. Um, Amnestria, first heir to the throne and oldest, left Evermeet disgraced and was murdered by assassins while in Everesca in the Western Heartlands. Uh, Ilrana, second heir, gave up any pursuit of the throne with her pursuit of devotion to Agarath, the Seldarine queen of Arendvandor, Elf Heaven. Right. And then Lamruil, the youngest and third heir who carries the king's blade, which was the mo- uh, which was uh, owned by Zor Moon... Uh, Moonflower, uh, has been missing since the era of upheaval. And you learned that these two anthropologists not only are out learning about what has changed in the world over the past hundred plus years, but also are on a pilgrimage to hopefully find the last son and heir to the throne. Otherwise, a new heir and family will be voted upon the High Elven Council by the end of the year to take the throne. You learn that the queen has been missing since 1479 DR your time. And when the entire land and kingdom of Evermeet was still residing within the Feywilds. Uh, Fey and ever since the High Elven, uh, ever since the queen has been missing, the High Elven Council has been ruling as the Royal Council. But civil unrest has begun to brew without a leader as strong as Am uh, La Ruel. And you can roll history on the only heir that is eligible for the throne, yes. which is Lamaril. I rolled a 14 on that. Okay. Uh, so you immediately know what the King's Blade is. It is the most powerful elven moon blade ever constructed uh, and was the symbol of the ruler of Evermeet for as long as history has records of the very secretive island. Yeah. And you know that moon blades are uh, typically tied to families where uh, Voss's is a moon-touched blade. It is not a true moon blade. Yep. Uh, moon-touched yeah. weaponry is typically carried by um, knights and soldiers. Yep. 
uh, of those uh, ruling families. Yep. And so a Moonblade, um, just based on your Arcana knowledge, uh, is a legendary item. The King's Blade is an artifact. So, but a Moonblade is also sentient and very devoted to its wielder and will only allow it to be wielded by elves. Yep, and you also, you don't choose the Moonblade. The Moonblade chooses you. Yep, you have to be, yeah, and if uh, uh, a ruler dies and there is no heir to take it, even heirs have to be judged, but yep. they will lie dormant until someone worthy comes along to wield it. Yep. Um, Seisha, the name Lamruil actually sparks something that you have heard. Someone by the name of Lamruil actually married Mara Silverhand the bastard daughter of Laurel Silverhand from when from when Laurel was influenced by the crown of horns while wearing it temporarily. That's what you more. Thank you. Uh, excuse me for my behavior. I'm just in shock. I'm very sorry to have to bring this upon you. You have been gone from your home for some time. And if we do not find a prince, one of six names could be our new and, king or queen. And who are the families that are in the running? Anahare Eroth. Jesus Elf. Yep. Okay, well, we'll send you a list of, of the. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Haram Ara Aelin Nuath. There is Hothral Coronanthil. Iliarno Dorothil. Um, Lysanthir. Amaquisir and Amaria Galanodo. Well, I don't know any of those families personally, but I need you to make a deception. <laughs> Shit! Why yeah, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> why would I say that? Be quiet. <laughs> So You're so nervous. Um, can I assist her by accidentally spilling my drink? <laughs> not suspicious. Not in not in this instance, and because it is not what Vinley said, it is the body language of Vinley reacting to that name. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What was your deception? Seventeen. Seventeen. And assistance uh, is not. No. Well, I think that's enough world knowledge for me for the day. Did you have a couple questions for, for me? Uh, I, of course. Where have you been? Uh, how long? You said you've been here for roughly 200 years. So uh, I would like a rundown of all the cities you've been to, their cultures, customs, uh, food, possibly. That's only a personal thing. But um, 
and they spend however long you want to spend talking to them, asking you cultural question questions about Neverwinter and Waterdeep and anywhere else you may have traveled on the Sword Coast and Toral. Yeah, I mean, not Toral, on Faerun. A lot of what I tell them is um, uh, gussied up versions of what I've told some of my friends uh, about the time in which before I was at Neverwinter, but mm -hmm. after I have left okay. my home of those small towns. And then I briefly touch on Neverwinter and I don't touch on Waterdeep all too much unless they ask. I mean, they will constantly ask questions for clarification. I will tell you this, you can say whatever you want. They have no frame of reference to know if you're lying. Yep. Um, yep. So you can leave out information or, you know, even do bold face lies. I leave out completely that anything about me in using magic that is necromancy based, I, I am an abjurationist. Okay. Like them. Um, uh, yeah, and um, I, if we're drinking tea, I uh, flavor their tea when they ask about foods that I've tried in places to, um, to give them the experience of a hot dog. But in okay. tea base. Yeah, tea, tea, hot dog flavored water. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about chocolate starfishes? Um, but uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, and Seisha, you're more than welcome to stay as long as you want with this conversation. Um, but um, while you're engrossed in this, um, you'll actually you'll see the bronze scorpions come in, uh, kind of settle in for a bit, like on the other side, kind of having a group conversation, uh, and then not long thereafter, like probably halfway. through, through you telling the elves about where you've been, uh, you see Voss walk in. I, I, I kind of make like a, like a- Are, are, are they still speaking in Sylvan when they switch topics? I would have switched to Elvish. Oh no, when it switched to where have you been and all that kind of stuff. It went back to Elvish. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I definitely like flash, uh, boss like a quick smile but it's one of these like uncomfortable <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and and Seisha they'll ask you questions too like being a lore seeker they, they ask you cultural questions things like that tell us how it is being a follower of Agma mm -hmm. yada yada stuff like that okay boss looks over at that sees you give that creepy grin and inwardly thinks to himself why can't she remain placid in the moments when it matters most? <laughs> but we'll humans too long. <laughs> but we'll nod, um, return a you know smile that looks like it belongs in the face of an actual person with humanity, mm -hmm. and I have walk. Humanity, it's right there. <laughs> uh, walk to the table that the bronze scorpions are sitting at. Okay. Ah, Mister Ronto. Uh, and you can see, like, Kaysen is just, he's sitting there, he's doesn't really have an ups, like, he just has a pretty stoic look on his face. Um, you see uh, Kava just, like, kind of just keeping him, keeping him close, um, and, but you definitely get your passive insight can just pick up, like, Art is 
disappointed. Like, not, not okay. mad, but disappointed. So, have we avoided the Jailer's Den, have we? I what we have. I just want to thank you and your group to, for being understanding. Just know that it was just a simple misunderstanding. So long as we're all understanding that. No hard feelings between us. Everything was recovered. The appropriate people were found to be innocent. I actually saw them off as they went into the night. That's good. And you see Art kind of give Casey a, just a glare, but, but like a relief look on his, on his like, oh, that's good. Um, but, but I assure you, from what I've had with your group, there are a few people that I've met along the way that I would like to have at my back in a fight. And you and your group are one of them. I would hate if anything sullied that. I appreciate that. In that spirit, I was wondering, and I look over at Kaysen, would you mind if I spoke to him privately for a moment, a few minutes? Make me a persuasion check. Twenty. He's his own man. I'm not his his keeper. Um, but just stay where I can see you, Kason. Please. Yeah. You've caught ca yeah. Ca Kava's like, you've caused me enough headache already today. A coy grin kind of stretches across Kason's face with the whole "stay where I can see you" is. Yeah, and, it, and you could tell it was almost like a jab, like a kind of a thing that they do because he's constantly in the shadows, as you well know. And um, I motion towards an area where they can indeed see us, but a little ways away from both yeah. them and our own group. Oh, yeah. As we sit Come down. me as well. Incessantly. I must say... It was a clever plan. It would have worked if some of us hadn't been attuned to magic. It was quick and a little sloppy, though. I had the time. I used the time that I had to work with as best I could. And no, we don't have the benefit of arcane weave on our team. And we won't it is. ever because of our Goliath. Hmm. It is useful, but I would say vastly overrated. Why did you want it so badly? Enough so that you were able, or even going against the wishes of your team and willing to stir their ire even dissullying their honor, so to speak, to get it. Uh, what was one of the first things you said to me when we met? Um, I asked if you were your team's leader and you reluctantly said, sometimes you have to be, and sometimes you have to persuade them in certain directions. Mm. 
I know exactly how you feel. It's unfortunate that I'm dealing with things far beyond the scope of a mere sword and dealing with those who perhaps do not take these events as seriously as they should. So I understand your frustrations. Having said that, you are a rare talent. I'm actually quite impressed with what you've done thus far. You don't have a lot of thieves from where you are, city boy? Not ones that can improvise on the fly so quickly. I've spent my entire life having an eye for these things. And I have to ask now, do you feel that where you're going, where you are now, is conducive towards your talents. We travel a lot. This seemed like an easy score. It would have been if your luck didn't show up. And it's a what? lot easier than delving through dungeons and fighting monsters of incalculable risks to acquire these old relics. What do you want, Kaysen? To be useful. And what would you say if I can provide for you opportunity and bounty beyond anything you could get here. As I said, I have an eye for talent and an eye for opportunity. I'm not a sailor. The only seas I'm navigating are treacherous ones in a shit city to the south. And I need people like you who know when it's time to put aside the petty things like sanctimonious honor and do what needs to be done to win. That is the rarest talent. Well, I'm sure you saw that Three of our four played the jest game of tipping the scales every once in a while. There's one that only fights with honor. What my group is doing right now concerns the entire world as we know it, as well as the major cities. You will find no more honorable quarry and you will find no more opportunity for riches and purpose than what I am going to give you right now. Like you said, you're the one who knows how to push them in the proper direction. 
and I am giving you the opportunity to give them a horizon that will create something new and glorious in their lives. I don't want to push too hard, but opportunities like this do not come often, and victors like us do not spurn opportunity. I can't guarantee they'll follow. Where do you want to push them? To a city to the south called Waterdeep. To a bar called the Yawning Portal. To a woman named Yagra. And to a place where you will be able to carve out both a grand legacy and an easy fortune. So you want to go into Undermountain and carve your fortune from it? Not exactly. There's plenty of devilry above ground without having to go below it. What I want more than anything, particularly with you, you're right, your skill set, it's not uncommon, though you are quite good at what you do. What impresses me the most about you is your attitude, your desire, your single-minded drive. Those things are rare talents. And if I had to suspect, you're the only one with that combination in your group, am I right? They are talents of their own. Goliath is strong beyond measure, but limited lacking imagination. The Dragonborn is too much high honor to see the way things need to be done. And Art, hilarious and witty as he is, still will shriek back from opportunity if the flames seem too hot. But you don't. You did all this on your own. You're pretty perceptive, but he looks back towards the red dragonborn. Kava broke her oath. She's not very honorable all the time. Well then, this opportunity would interest both of you then. I can try my best, but as you said, they don't have my aspirations. And you witness today that this is not the first stumble we've had. Oh, but as a means of persuasion, I pulled 200 gold out and slide it across. For your troubles, for your travels, and as a future investment in us. I am only buying potential, but this is a pitiable sum compared to what could be earned in the future. And you watch as he'll kind of peek open the bag. He'll reach in and he'll pull out a single water Davian dragon. He'll look at it, 
He'll pocket that. He'll slide the rest back to me. If you accept, go to the Yawning Portal and find a woman named Divagra. Yagra. Half-orc. You'll find her usually arm-wrestling some stupid patron and depriving them of their money. Tell them Voss sent you. Okay. Kind of, like, there's a quick uh, succession of emotions of confusion and then understanding with that. Okay, Mr. Ronto. I promise. I'll do my best. I promise you this. You will find purpose and opportunity abound in the City of Splendors. And when I return, things will really start moving. You know me as Kaysen. Kaysen de Plotz. Whether you choose or not, I will inform them of your future arrival. Kaysen de Plotz. Have I ever heard that name before? No, but you can make an intelligence check. 14. 14? You can easily pick up now that you hear his last name. It is also a pseudonym and mm. translates to casing the place. Nice. But I will take back the gold he gave me and shake his hand and nod to the rest of the bronze scorpions as well. And then I will, if awkward conversations are still happening on that side of the table, I will politely join that. And he brushes past you and says one word, and it's a name. Elric. Do I get the feeling that's his name? Or, gotcha. I will keep that in mind. Uh, and with that, he stands up and walks back over to yeah, he walks over and, uh, you know, takes a coin out and uh, puts it on the table and goes, for my apologies, I'm buying tonight's accommodations. Uh, towards his group. Yeah. Oh, is that so, Mr. Moneybags? <laughs> oh, good. Let's go get some sleep. We've had a long day. We've got a long journey ahead of us. We might want to talk about that. Yeah. God knows I'm not looking forward to Baldur's Gate as uh, they get up and start making their way up the steps with a kind of a Art will give a, you a, a nod of kind of a, a Finley. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, they, they make their departure. Uh, they were cool NPCs. Your uh, your small group that is here, so uh, Vinley, Seisha, and uh, Bill Ronto are approached by uh, the front desk person and says, uh, "Just so you know, uh, you're the winners, and um, you can stay here for free tonight." Thank you. What? 
I'm yeah tired. As V walks in right at that moment, uh, Harold and uh, Gorin all walk stumble in. in. Um, yeah. Am I not with them anymore, or am I? Uh, well, I was actually about to ask, where are you, and what are you doing? Because I know that you were in there, uh, in the tavern. Yeah, I would have spent the rest of whatever okay. with them in the tavern and come back to the the end with them. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you absolutely could. Everybody now is reconvened at the uh, the inn, and uh, the elves, after finishing their questions, um, thank you. Yeah. I was going and... to say, when all of that happens, uh, Vinley turns around and is like, well, it looks like my friends are here, so my time for questions is over. It was a pleasure meeting you, and thank you for all the information from home. And you as well. And thank you so much for, for granting us with the information we need. And I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but... Well... If you find the time soon, you should return home. What bad news? Oh, don't worry about it. Um, and she switches to Sylvan and says, I will keep an eye out for the sun as well. I'll make sure that we find him. If you do, send me a sending. Of course, and feel free to send me one whenever you have a question or interesting information to share. I will. And they will make their way up to their room. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the you all have... Uh... As they leave, though, you hear um, uh, Kalalok whisper in Sylvan, the Goliath speaks Elvish. How fascinating. <laughs> and then they make their way. <laughs> um, and as... Um, as you all go, you're actually given a suite, uh, which is set aside for the winners, so it is large enough for everybody. Uh, there are only four beds, as usually there are only four inches, but there is uh, there is definitely uh, two couches, or sorry, there's two beds and two couches, and so there are two people are gonna have to bunk on the floor or get cozy in the beds. Uh, you take you, the whole bed. You know me, I want the floor anyway, so. <laughs> I'll take the floor, it's fine. He's oh. asleep before y'all are even debating. Uh, Seisha, I was <laughs> going to say that uh, you and I could share that bed. It's rather large. Okay. And we're both rather small. He just sort that of works. like... V's like spread eagle. <laughs> spread it like spread, yep. like yep. jumping jack King, King size bed, just V. V size <laughs> bed. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, um, did you... Um, okay. So, confession. Um, to I who? listened to the whole conversation. Oh, oh. So, uh, hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah, that was a lot. Very much so. Um, um are you okay? That is not the yeah. face of someone who's okay. I am perfectly fine. Whatever happens to Evermute, it's up to them. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't live there anymore. I'm not. So I have a question for you. Mm, yeah. Um, 
the name Galanodel came up. It did. Yeah. Okay, well, now I'm actually very curious to know what all this is about. V rolls over and goes like, it's always good to confess your sins. <laughs> yes, it is, V. Um, I love drunk V. To make the longest story short is the king and queen, when I left, um, and the king and queen for all of history that I can remember or that I've learned, of ever meet, the king died and the queen disappeared and all of her children are also either dead or gone. So everyone's looking for the last one and just in case the elves can't find um, the last son, they chose six uh, noble houses and uh, just great standing families um, to be considered to replace the royal lineage. Okay. And so your name? My sister is one of the... Considerees. Right. Oh. You... Have you, out of play, ever mentioned us having... Mentioned you having a sister? I've mentioned it to Harold and Sasha. Okay. So Harold's like... You were really drunk the night she mentioned it. Yeah, you may have forgotten. It was when you guys were down in the sand pit. V is now holding on to a pillow and goes, but I don't have a sister. Uh, (laughs) She just reaches up and pats her foot. (laughs) (laughs) She's like half asleep, half listening. So... Yeah, I have a, a, a slightly older sister. So that means that she, if she got chosen, would be in charge. She would be the queen of Evermeet, making, if they are alive, making that person a king of Evermeet, if they are truly married. So your sister, cool person? bad person should this be concerning to us uh, there's some there's some difficulties there i feel like we should be it's concerned been, because we're just concerned about you yeah it's been a very long time since i've seen her and we didn't part on the best of ways and she's clearly made leaps and bounds if if she's on the royal council to be chosen to be queen Seems like you and her are both pretty driven. No. She just gets what she wants. Okay. Uh, And when you say not on the best of terms. Meaning I killed her fiance. Right. Got it. Everyone hated me, so I left. Well. They kind of kicked me out, but. Sorry to hear that. Uh, I'm sorry that this happened to you so suddenly. Do you think if word got back, she would come looking for you? Well, she was one to hold a grudge. and and It's a pretty big grudge to hold. Like, that's not... 
This is Vinley's sister we're talking about. I mean, no, I'm I'm saying like it's legitimate that right. there's a chance she would hold that grudge. Yeah, I'm saying that Vinley would hold a grudge like that. So, <laughs> I would never do anything like her. Well, if it arises, we're with you. Yeah. Absolutely. How long ago Honestly, was she'll this? She'll probably just send someone after me, and I can take care of those people. I'm gonna do something real quick. Harold suddenly has a thought. Can I roll to investigate and make sure the the elves haven't somehow bugged the room? Uh, I yes, even you can do make an investigation check because uh, there are spells out there that. What What's your investigation, Foss? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know how to do this. Okay, like, gotcha. That's there's fair. no way. I, I, then it's just uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna. Give me do an it. Arcana I can, check first. I, I can grill the room and get it to spill its secrets, and that's about it. <laughs> I got a five on my Arcana check. Okay, well, well, we're talking to the walls. <laughs> that's a dirty twenty. You look around, and there is there's nothing. You don't see any. Anything? Hey, hey, Harold, what are you doing? I'm just making sure that anthropologist anthropologist friends weren't, you know, leaving a little something behind just to see what we were saying. Oh, and I'm going to look over at Seisha. Aren't you? Do you have the ability to see things that are invisible? I mean, I'm really good at detecting that there is something invisible. Yeah. I see the dark. Uh, I mean, that's that. I, I can look around. And your eyes look super neat when you do that. I, that, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be anything physical. Uh. Uh-uh. No, you know how I can. I, I don't know if I've ever done it with all of you, but I can scry on people. You can scry. Yeah. I, I I don't often use it, but I I know how to do that. And um, when you do that, it makes like a little, and I know I'm saying this out loud, and if there is one here, it knows. Wait, but Searching for anything that's invisible illusion-y. He says it's is a your ability, cry, Kira. Is your ability specifically illusions? It, um, I get advantage for seeing through illusions. Okay. For detecting illusions. And just so you know, a scrying sensor or something like that would be considered divination, not illusion. Okay. You would not get this advantage. Okay. And you and Seisho, I would say you're knowledgeable enough that you would know that Okay. it would be divination, not illusion. Right. I, I don't think that it would work for that. Well, though. honestly, at this point, I've already said everything. They've already closed it if they had anything. Right. Um, but you know what? Even if it does get back to her and she sends people after you or whatever, we're here with you. We've got your back. Against potentially a whole island of elves. Yeah, but you know what? You've got a really persistent baby sister here who isn't ready to let you go. So they're just going to have to suck it up. I mean, we faced down uh, several creatures from the hells. She's worse. 
long ago did this happen? 200 years ago? Uh, getting close to 200 years ago. Would the general population even remember this, or you then? They're elves. I know, but still, 200 years is a long time. The, the man from the Emerald Enclave, the elf, um, I asked him about if he had ever heard of the island that I'm from, and he told me about the story of the Witch of Nessequa, how when you walk alone in the woods, it feels as though she's watching you wherever you go. That's me, boss. I'm the Witch of Nessequa. That's what they called me. So they would know then. Being a beacon of death and an island full of life, cheerful, happy people is pretty noticeable sometimes. Fair enough. Why, why is she going to be crying? I'm we don't out. know. I'm going to uh, take a walk. I'll be back. Are you sure you should go alone? No one in this town can hurt me. I'm just worried about those two elves. I'm faster than them. Well, if you need anything or if you need help, you know where you know we what? are. You are a grown-ass woman and you get to make your own decisions. I appreciate that. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> See you out. later. See you later. Uh, Vinley walks out. Does anybody else do anything? I I'm have gonna... a sending I'd like to cast. Okay. Um, so she goes over to the corner and kind of sits down and casts sending. And she's, uh, her target is Gariel. Okay. And she says, her hair of crimson cascades across a face like the shining sun. Her movements like silk dancing across a blade. Her attentions have me undone. Now, darling, you can't be doing that to me when you are so many miles away. That's just not fair. <laughs> <sighs> Miss you, Angel. And she says quietly, Miss you too, Radiance. Um, Akira, I wanted to ask the stone a question. Are you ready? Always. Mm. Let's do this. All right. Pulls out the stone of Golor. Huh? Good evening, stone of Golor. Good evening, law seeker Shesha Valispard. What knowledge can I bestow upon thee? What are the Elder Eye's weaknesses? I've already asked that. I have not asked that one. I think you did, and the reason why you don't have it marked off is because it told you that uh, oh. something so great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, you asked that a while ago. Oh, okay. Asked. Well, can I ask a different one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, you would have keen mind. You would know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> Okay. What are the last known whereabouts of the Jithamon dagger? 
Okay. You'll take three psychic damage. Iconic. And the whispers and images creep into the back of your mind again as all your synapses fire off at once, causing a little bit of psychic pain. Yep. A cursed object manifested by the Netherese cult of Jathamon in their hatred for the gods. Through a ritual of 39 sacrificed Jathamons, the hatred within their souls coalesced to forge a dagger with the power to slay gods. The Lord of the end of everything trapped the rest into a Colosseum where they turned on each other as ghouls and one by one devoured everyone until only death and dagger remained. The dagger was then gifted to the being of strife who used it to slay one of the seven lost gods, the boiling mud, Borum. And now, not long ago, was retrieved from Borum's heart by the Enlightened One and Servant of the Harbinger. And the Enlightened One was Alpen, sir. Uh, wait, what? Uh, um, the dagger that was in the list of items. Um, it's currently in the possession of Oppenser, who's in service to the Harbinger. So they have one. They have one of the items. Okay. Okay. That's not good? No. Hmm? Do we know how to maybe get it back? Beat the god we already fought once. All right. I mean, eventually we're going to have to deal with that, but yeah. maybe not now. I just, while we have time, it's good to get information that might be useful. Absolutely. All right. Well, maybe one of the other objects. There was a bunch. So There were five, I believe, and one of them is in the possession of the Shadow King. One of them is in a place that I can't say. One of them the stone does not know. And the Jithamon dagger is in possession of the Harbinger's lackey. Hmm. Well, I guess it depends on what we think is going to be worth it to go after. I don't, I don't think we have to collect them all, right? We just have to keep them out of the Harbinger's hands, right? That's what I would like. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary, like you said, for us to gather all of them, but... If In fact, I think it's probably a bad idea because if we have them all, then we're just a really big target. Yeah. The... One of them is in a very safe place. Two of them are in very bad places. And there were four of them, I'm sorry. There were four items. The fourth one is not known. Maybe that's the one we go after because, um, so you say safe places and then bad places. I would love places. to because it's the forgotten silvered truth. Yeah, I feel like all that's necessary is 
Some of these are in a place that would be really, really hard to get to, to make the Harbinger's life nasty. The Shadow King, I wouldn't be surprised if the Harbinger is able to strike some sort of deal with the Shadow King. Or maybe the Shadow King is just not into a being that wants to destroy everything? I don't know. Is any of this within our reach? Not until we figure out what the Forgotten Silver Truth is. Hmm. Well, maybe in our paths crossing with this strange being in the mist, we may be able to get some information from him, at least. Yeah. Speaking of getting information, did we identify that sword? Oh, no, let me do that. We've been busy. Identify. Say she's going to cast identify on the sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one? The uh, I only spike? have the spell. The yeah, shatter, shatter the insta cast yeah. or the one minute spell. Yeah, yeah, the uh, on the sword. That we oh, got. oh, the sword shatter spike. Yeah, yeah, the art deco funness we won. Yes, the kneeling. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, shatter spike is a plus one. Uh, long sword, that has the ability that it automatically crits on any object it hits. And it can deal either bludgeoning or slashing damage to said object. That's cool. Uh, Further damage from non-magical sources cannot harm the weapon. Uh, You can tell that it is forged from adamantine, uh, just from that. Uh, Adamantine weapons give it this property, uh, or typically made into this. Adamantine armor is the one that negates crits just so you know the difference. Got it. Uh, mechanically, but it gives the I this relay all that the information. destroy objects. I relay all that information. Huh. Uh, and you can add Shatter Spike on D&D Beyond. Hey. Hey, magic item. So what are we doing with this? I think it's yours. It's a useful tool to have around, considering what it can do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, it does require a tunic, by the way. Sorry. You, you guys want me to have it? That makes sense, right? I think so. I can use long swords, but I already have a magical weapon. Uh, I will it? say, just so you know, uh, Logan, you cannot sneak attack with a long sword. I know, but it's like I can just use them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it is definitely all yours. Guys, that's a weapon that will require a robust imagination, so it's good to have in your hands. I can already think of a million different uses for it, given your description for it. I guess I'll have to retire epitaph. Is that irony? Is that an ironic statement? I can't tell. No, my the the sword and shield that I've always used were given to me by a paladin of Jurgal, and the sword, the, the shield's name was Monument, and the sword was Epitaph. I know, but you're saying retiring an Epitaph. That oh. just, I, ah! was a, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I, I didn't catch that. Oh, you said it. <laughs> it brought you this far. Now we'll see how well this writes your story. 
You could be one of those cool people who has two swords on your back. Ooh, I could be. Yeah. I'd stick with a shield. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're going to head over to see what Vinley is doing. Uh, Vinley has walked away from the inn and she's heading towards the the large green space or towards the nearest body of water that's big enough for her. There's a river. Okay. She's uh, going... You would have to make your way toward, to the mill and at the mill there is a small set of uh, stairs that lead to a, a personal dock at the mill next to the giant uh, you know cascading yeah. uh, mm-hmm. wheel but you are at the Delambeer River. She's just going to sit on the edge of the dock for a while, staring at her reflection in the water. How deep does the river look? It's very dark, and it, even with dark vision, it just kind of fades too deep for, and too dark for you to fully see the bottom. Um, you do see a chain, a large chain that connects this side of the river to the other, where you see uh, a small smattering of houses on the other side, making it easier to cross, as the current seems pretty strong right here. She's just gonna sit there and watch the river go by. Then after a while, she looks up just not thinking about really anything. And as she looks up, her hair kind of turns white and her face gets gaunt and she just screams as she innately casts Thunder Wave and she briefly turns into her banshee form that she uses to cast this spell. She just sits there and she screams and then stops. And then she'll just sit there for another couple of hours and go home. About uh, five minutes after you scream, a small halfling woman comes running out in uh, like a, a long mumu uh, pajamas. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> comes running out. What? What? I thought the middle was breaking. What? What? Who are you? We met earlier. Oh yes, it's dark. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to scream that loud. That was a scream? I thought the yeah. earth was shaking. Oh, no, I just was frustrated. I'm sorry, I won't do it again. You can go back to bed. I'm, I apologize profusely. Are you okay, lass? Oh, um, yes. I'm okay. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I was just taking a midnight stroll and found your lovely dock, and it was very uh, appealing to sit upon, and I thought I was going to fall, so I screamed, and here we are. But I'm okay now. Watching where you point those, those lungs. Woo, you got a scream on you. If adventuring doesn't work out for you, you might want to try the opera. <laughs> I will consider that. Thank you very much. Oh, I never caught your name, by the way. I don't believe. Let me scroll up to it. 
Apollonia. <laughs> ah, ah, the name's Apolloni. Apolloni. Yes. Apolloni Fortree. <laughs> it's it's wonderful to meet you. And in halfling, she will she'll stand up, and in halfling, she'll offer her hand and say, "I'm Vinley Galanodo. It's lovely to meet you." Ah, a pleasure, lass. <laughs> I'm but a simple miller. It's a lovely meal. It's huge. Very tired. Go back to bed. I'm so sorry. I'm heading back now. I'll leave you to your peace. All right. And as she turns to leave, and you make your way back to the inn eventually, um, everybody can take a long rest. Oof. Real quick before I go to bed, I will, I, and I won't RP this out or anything, but I will spend a moment and pray, catch mm-hmm. the Phoenix up on everything that's been going on, pack everything back into my bag, go to sleep. Okay. All right. Um, and as you all wake up the next morning refreshed, making your way or getting ready to, to head out, and as you are leaving, Kaysen walks by you. And you see that he has an, before he even gets close to you, he has an unnerving scowl stretched across his dour face. At first, you think it's his leather boots are squeaking from possibly getting wet, or that is, I mean, that is until you hear with every step he takes as he walks by, the boots literally say, snake, 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 snake. <laughs> hey, uh, Kaysen, I thought the point of those elven boots was to make you less noisy. <laughs> now you can call them sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like karma has uh, come to pay its debt, old friend. And Orkira, uh, Seisha, and Vinley. I was about to ask. You just catch the image of a small mouth on the underside of the heels echoing out from his shoes with every step. And Do you I can roll Arcana if you oh. so wish? Uh, well, I am not, but while they're rolling Arcana, do I hear a distinctive laugh from somewhere else? And you do. And Seisha, you also notice this. In the crowd, a jester. Almost ethereal in nature, as no one else seems to notice him despite his obvious corporeal form behind them all. You've come to learn that there is some strong tie to the jester of Jopun, a jovial trickster man of unusual height that hid behind a mask and wore a silly outfit with silent bells while performing for the town over a hundred years ago. You also have overheard many of the townsfolk debating on if the figure was actually a master harper a dragon in disguise, a being from another plane or world entirely, or maybe the trickster god Mask himself. Whichever rumor you believe, you too see a very lanky and weirdly tall jester in coppers and teal blues, doubling over in laughter, pointing towards the roguish man, Kaysen, as he walks away. And cutting through the crowd's laughter, the bronze scorpion's playful ribs against their friend. Although you can't see the face of the man behind the copper smiling mask, 
you do hear that booming, deep, thunderous laughter. <laughs> as you watch the jester's form fade away. And she uh, gives him a thumbs up as he's fading out. And Vinley, what did you get on your arcane? It was an 11. That's yep. so funny. That's what I got. <laughs> Once again, you're just out of reach. Uh, I rolled a two. Uh, but, you rolled a two and got an 11. Yeah. I'm uh, but uh, with that, as you all make your way back on the road, saying goodbye to Joel Kuhn, we're going to end tonight's session there. Yay! Thank God I don't think I could have taken any more the heartbreaking lore bombs. So good. Yeah, Jeez. Right? Oh. There's a lot today. There's some big family news tonight. Yeah. yeah. A lot of bombs drop tonight. A lot of a lot of, a lot of bombs. Anyways, um so uh if you have not done so already, please enter hashtag beyond hashtag Eldritch into the chat for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature or player's bundle. We're gonna pull that any minute. And while we wait on that to pull, uh, Devin and I wanted to talk a little bit about next week as it will be a little different as I will be out of town, uh, getting lost in a labyrinth or something uh, out uh, on the West Coast. I'll be West Coast time, um, but we'll still be playing D4 as we try to do dual DMs remotely away from each other for the first time. Oh! This is is kind of a trial because there might be multiple times coming up in the near future where because of our jobs... uh, Yep, we may be uh, away from uh, uh, Atlanta for some time, but luckily with the woes of technology uh, and the benefit of remote play is we can do that. Um, If next week is a little different, Please bear with us. Uh, we will be getting our bearings. <laughs> I, I I would like to say that the West Coast happens to be a pretty nice coast, especially time zone wise. So it's gonna be welcome. weird streaming at you know getting on at four, four. o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, four in the afternoon with the sun <laughs> still out. Mm. Uh, oh. Yeah, blackout curtains for the win. All right. Sorry, as I'm inspiring everybody to yawn. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So, how'd you guys enjoy it? That was so good. A lot of great juicy details. I was not expecting that. No one ever is. Uh, All right. Winners of the uh, Eldritch Foundry miniature is Bow Splitter. And the winner of the uh, D&D Beyond uh, Players Bundle is Unorthofoxy. Yay! Great name. Uh, congrats, I'll be in touch via Twitch Whisper, so please be sure to allow me to contact you so I can send you your prizes. Uh, and, as always, be excellent to each other. May you always roll advantage. Good night, everybody. Wow, what an episode. Thanks for listening. And for more, Feel free to catch us live on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. And remember, be excellent to each other, and may you always roll with advantage. Rock punch.